to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for your patience, everybody, with the, I guess, two-week kind of three-week hiatus that this show has been off for the holidays, so we appreciate you holding out. And as far as I know, everybody forgot this show even exists, so we'll see if anyone's still around to uh, to talk tonight. Um, you guys are familiar with the rules, but just in case you're checking out this show for the new year, maybe you have a weird New Year's resolution, uh, join the Discord server on which we host the calls if you want to participate. Put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. We'll take calls for uh, two to three minutes apiece. Blonde keeps time, so you never really know. But as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers, try to keep them as concise as possible. And uh, we'll get through as many callers as we can. We'll take breaks for uh, Super Chat, Streamlabs, DLive every half hour. And then uh, the last half hour of the show, 90 minutes from now, we uh, will take uh, email questions. So if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, send us an email. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Remember, I'm only taking call-in show questions at that inbox. So it's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. And we'll respond to it in the last half hour of the show. And friendly reminder, you can do it in video format if you like. Post an unlisted uh, YouTube video of a minute or less. We'll play the audio. We'll respond to it. And uh, we'll give you our thoughts. And uh, just just a for you know, the call-in show. Th- this whole thing, our whole show is a duct tape production. But the call-in show in particular is a duct tape production. Right before we go live, Discord's like, hey, I got an update for you. And guess what? It's mandatory. And guess what? You're going to be locked out of your account now. Because it has two-factor authentication and the Authenticator app I have doesn't even think that Discord's a thing in there. So I am locked out of my uh, my normal account. We had to scramble five minutes before we went live to set up a new account for me <laughs> with all the privileges. Yeah. Point is, you know, you're always prepared for a little technical difficulty on this show. But, uh, you know, we might experience some of that. Uh, this evening, anyway, anything else before we hop into the calls? Nope. You're ready? Yeah, I think so. I can't wait to hear about uh, Iran and fountain pens. Those are my predictions. Death taxes and fountain pens. You can count on that. Lamentations is up first. Let's see what Lamentations has to say. Lamentations, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, guys. Hi, uh, how are you? Happy New Year. Me too. Oh, we put the timer on. Happy New Year to you as well. What's on your mind? So, uh, choice of two options. Do you want to talk about bail reform or the Tenth Amendment? Ooh, uh, I like I like both topics, but bail reform school. Okay, um, so a little bit of background where my knowledge base is coming from. Uh, I've spent time working uh, in jails as well as working as a victim advocate. Um, mm-hmm. Now my state is not New York or California, but I'm watching what they're doing in trepidation because we tend to follow whatever insanity they. Uh, think up mostly because mm. everyone runs away over to here among other places um and i'm watching this and going you guys are out of your 
out of your minds. <laughs> is there um, any evidence? Uh, like, uh, is this a new thing or has this been tried in the past? And is there any evidence that bail reform helps with reducing criminal behavior? I don't have the statistics. Um, I just have my own background in ev and uh, experience. Um, in my in my general knowledge, no way whatsoever. Um, a lot of these, a lot of the point of bail is show up and you get your stuff back, or show up or right. you get right. you don't get your money, um, among other things. And they seem to be running with the idea of. Yeah, show up, please. Um, yeah, ask nicely. <laughs> like, sure to work, guys. Yeah. If, if if these people paid attention to the rules, we wouldn't be started. We wouldn't be in this position to begin with. Sure. Um, and then just the frustration, especially from victims um, of crimes, when okay, yeah, I called the police. I had this thing happen to me. I reached out to the people who were supposed to help me out. Mm -hmm. The officer said, "Okay, he's going to jail," and. Yeah, yeah. Three hours later, he's back out, and now he's annoyed at me even more because I just got him arrested. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think of that angle. How the immediate impulse is to go back at the victim, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, often bail will say bond conditions will say do not harass, intimidate, molest the victim, but but they're out. They're out free to do what they want. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, you get a, an additional charge later, I'm sure, or additional penalty later, but. It doesn't do much good after the fact, I suppose. Yeah. Well, and the nasty truth about the criminal justice system is that they typically roll everything into one charge and they don't really care about the little stuff. You know, okay, mm. well, you've got all these other minor charges that we're also annoyed about. Eh, we'll serve them con concurrently. And as soon as you're done with one of them, you're done with all of them. Hmm. Are there any other states doing this that you're aware of? I've I've heard the New York stuff in the context of the hate crimes, but it, it, are other states doing this? They do it with murder and rape all the time. Really? So they <laughs> are is it reduced bail in that context or like in New no, York? No, no, not not the bail no, thing. No, 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 the no. the bus or the um. Oh my God! What is the word I'm looking for when you combine things? My pregnancy brain. The bundling charges. Co co I see. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So they'll be like, we'll yeah, let you, you go either... for these few suspected murders that you probably committed or have confessed to if you confess to the for... one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm talking about something else here. When the judge sentences somebody to serve a sentence, they can either serve it consecutively, meaning you serve one sentence, then you serve the next sentence, or right. you can serve them co concurrently. Uh, right. Concurrently. Which means if you have 25 one-year sentences, at the end of one year, you're out. Oh, that's weak. Hmm. Probably. All right. Uh, final thought from me if you want it. Judges suck. <laughs> <laughs> not all. Hashtag not all. Well, they were Hashtag usually lawyers. All, but uh, yeah, yeah the, the arbitrary BS is kind of the name of the game with them. But yeah. hmm. anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for the thoughts. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, guys. All I've right, been it's watching a lot of murder documentaries. A lot. Really? I'm obsessed. I don't know what it is. Somebody call in so we can talk about true crime or Iran. Really, my only true crime show is I do listen to Sword and Scale, but that's that's a bad They haven't it. had an episode in a while, have they? Uh, it seems like every couple weeks. I don't think they've had one in the new year just yet. Yeah. Uh, Legalize is up next, so we'll get our fountain pen update. Man, that one about the Discord girl. Yeah. 
I just yeah. wish I would not have looked up that picture. It's always going to stay with me. I did look up the picture back when it happened, even before the episode. I hadn't and, seen uh, it until I heard the Sword yeah. and Scale episode, but man, he like almost cut her head off. Don't look it up, you guys. This is the not- one that I saw had her face censored, but you could still see the the damage. Oh, no. I, I saw one where... Thank you, 4chan. I saw one where it was totally yeah. uncensored. You could see her dead eyes and stuff. It's totally crazy. Legalize you there. Hi, legalize. Yes. How Do you know I if hope? anyone's ever been murdered by fountain pen? Probably, no but we can hope. What right in the jugular. Just... Yeah, what a heinous thing to do. What a waste of a pen, mostly. Yeah, seriously. Now, if, if if the nib stays intact and it's still usable, then, you know, I mean, that, that ain't a bad way to go. All right. Well, what's on your mind? Well, let me think. You know, these are complex matters. Hmm. Very important in my life. Um. Well, I was listening to that previous call, and I, I just like to say this whole uh, this whole thing about bail and st- and consecutive uh, prison sentences is is pretty silly. We can skip all of this if we just remove bail and make everything a life sentence. Oh yeah, every possible crime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, why? <laughs> why not? Well, shouldn't the punishment... I don't know why I'm humoring this, but shouldn't the punishment fit the crime? Yes. So all crimes are worthy of your life being erased, essentially? Well, some are death penalty, of course. Okay, so what's the distinction between the death penalty crimes and the life in prison crimes? You know, there's there's certain things, you know, you gotta hold above all, like, you know, fountain pen-related desecration. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. That's that's death penalty. So that's death penalty. Murder is life in prison. Mm-hmm. Good night. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. All right. Whatever. You never know what you're gonna. Well, you know what you're gonna get from legalized, but you don't know the angle. That was a that was a bizarre angle, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, El Vaquero's up next. El Vaquero, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how are you guys doing? We are well. How okay. are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, funny you talk about uh, murder shows, Blonde, because I actually wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, cartels in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Mm. They're fucking everybody up. Did you see the Laura Logan um, Tucker segment? Uh, I saw one of them, um, <clears throat> but I, I'm i betting neither of you watched it. I sent you a link about a month ago to a video on the cartel. Um, so you, you remember the Culiacan thing where they – freed el chapo's son uh loosely you might have to remind (laughs) me though uh in in october they went in and and freed el chapo he was used to be the head of the the sonola cartel um Mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of people attacked that mexican town and got him out of jail they kicked the crap out of the mexican army Mm -hmm. damn would you say that that doing that for the cartel head is him using a militia to exert subnational control over an area despite uh, the wishes of the Mexican government. Yeah, Anyways. probably. But the Mexican government is, and the police are so in cahoots with the cartel that it's like, can you even oh, do know. that? To, can you even oh, subvert a totally corrupt system? I don't know. But the point being is that the cartel heads are warlords. Yeah. We have literal warlords on our southern border and we're not doing hmm. anything about it. Open borders. No, I mean ten, tens of thousands of homicides. And blonde, you, I, di- I didn't see whatever picture you were talking about telling us not to go watch. But I watched the cartel violence that like they'll upload to the internet to hmm. 
intimidate their rivals, they make ISIS look tame. Oh yeah, really? they will cut off your arms and your legs and just leave you as a head and a torso for like Jesus. as long and as you'll survive. There are videos of. Yeah. Can you just oh, yeah. you know? Can you describe the worst video you've seen? Ooh. Okay, so the worst one I've seen was a father and a son. Uh, the father was a police officer, and I don't know what he did to piss off the cartel. He's a he's him. a Mexican police officer. Right, and the cartel okay. has a hold of him. And uh -huh. They they tell the son, "You're going to watch your father get beheaded, or we're going to kill your mother." Wow, what a they, choice. Okay. Yeah. And then they behead his, his father right in front of him. And then they beat the ever living shit out of the kid to where so he they, can't fight they back. So they tied him up to force him to watch this or what did they do to him? Uh, they had his hand, hands tied, but uh -huh. they basically, he was out of the camera. You can hear him wailing while it's uh, Jesus, going dude. on. But then they turn on the sun and the, the beheading was just the warm. They start trying to cut into the left side of his chest to the point where you can see his lungs expanding and contracting between his ribs. So they, they, they started the beheading and then did this, or well, after the no, beheading, they beheaded the father. But okay, doing so he's to the to the son now. Oh, oh, okay, I see, I see. Right, okay. and then they decide they can't get to the heart that way, so they start filleting his entire chest and oh. continue on down to his abdomen. Jesus, dude, and his intestines are still sticking out and they're going in and out as he's breathing and then this they cut Game up of the Thrones shit. This is worse. I've never seen anything like this depicted in in a movie for man on man violence. Yeah. Then they cut open his sternum and then pull out his heart. Um that's the worst one I've seen, but I haven't watched the one where they they skin the guy's face alive. Oh so. my god. I mean I was going to say I don't know how how you get much worse than that. Yeah, but... I mean they're fuck I, I I unapologetically call the cartels fucking savages. Well, I don't know. I mean, is there even a word that's that's uh, accurate? Like, is is there a word with a negative enough connotation for what you just described? That is so no. horrific. Um, and and I've, I've never heard of such a thing. Blonde's right about the dismembering people alive, uh, and piles of dismembered corpses show up. Like in Acapulco, if there's a dismembered corpse in the road, everybody just drives around it because they're so used to such scenes. Yeah, and uh, Laura Logan said that 98% of murders in in Mexico go uninvestigated, not unsolved. Yeah. Wow. Uninvestigated. uninvestigated. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw that. So I did see the same one you're talking about. I've seen a lot of her stuff on this. Oh my God. Holy shit. We All have right. to let you go, but thanks for the call. You're welcome. That, <laughs> I, I, that sounds... Usually I like to see what kind of horrors exist in the world. You know, I've watched yeah. the ISIS no. videos. Usually I'll go look at stuff like this to get this. This sounds beyond that sounds like stuff that legitimately would keep me up at night. Like oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. send you a link and no, I'll please don't. I'll, I'll let you <laughs> know one where I edit it to make edit it to, <sighs> to make it so you could get and uh, it's the, a lot of it is the sounds yeah. for me, though. Be, even yeah. beyond the imagery it's the sounds. <laughs> Yeah, like but, those Moroccan uh, girls. I didn't even watch that. I didn't watch that one. But my brother did, and he told me that they were like begging for their mothers, like crying for their mothers. And just Ugh. him telling me that they yeah. that that was that that sticks in my mind. I've seen the picture of their their beheaded. Good God! Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys go. But uh, by the way, chat press D to deport. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Thank you, man. You're welcome. Have a good night. Okay, Grin is up next. So many robocalls. I hope I forget about that description before we're finished tonight, so I'm not you tempted won't. to find it later. Why? Why? Because would I you just do that? I, I just go down you know, I just go down these rabbit holes. Sometimes I can't resist. Hello. What's Hi. on your mind? 
Hi, uh, good evening. Uh, I'm actually a first-time caller, and I've been subscribed to Matt for a while, and I watch his regular videos, but I didn't start watching the podcast until recently. Um, so I wanted to say thanks for that, first of all. I've been working my way back through the 2019 Sunday show. I'm all the way back to February at this point. Oh, well, well thanks oh. for going back, and definitely stop around 2017. Yeah, and just uh, end there. <laughs> no, no promises. So, well, I've well, been thanks so, for subscribe. thanks for going back. Appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's it's been fun, and it's actually been fun around the end of the decade to be going back through 2019 and just hmm. hearing, uh, in reverse chronological order, like all of the stuff that's been happening. Um, when I when yeah. I got to the um, the Mueller probe episode, um, that was a throwback. <laughs> just yeah, because. For real. At what point like, in the Mueller, like in the, was it at the start? Was it at the end? Which one are you talking about? Well, so, I mean, I'm, I'm past that now, but I, the one I was thinking of was um, when the report, the bombshell report was first released. Is oh, this when actual... Skag and I so got in a is... fight and I was like, they're totally, we're going to be vindicated and they're going to get what they deserve and justice with blah, blah, blah. And Skag's like, chill your balls. <laughs> this was well, probably like last spring when the report was released. Yeah, we were, oh, we I had already given that. up by then. Yeah, you were way. Yeah, you were. You were well, done. and uh, and and y'all were like, um, well, they'll they'll probably try and uh, try and bring this up for a while to come. It'll it'll continue on for a little bit. And I was just thinking, wow, poor poor past Matt and Blonde have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I should. We'll I mean, it, about it, it all seems so predictable now. You should have been able to call the uh, impeachment shot from back then. But truthfully, I, I didn't think they would go as far as they have now because impeachment is um, it's such a major step. Yeah. And, and the thing about impeachment is what the hell are you going to do now? You're going to accuse them of being a pedo or something like that. You've yeah. really used your last available weapon. Yeah, they've totally shot their wad. I don't think they can do really anything now. Mm. Well, I, what's most disturbing to me about that and i guess in a way iran sort of related to that is just how um it just seems like there's so many people now in the world that are just like they're just driven by their ego and their faction and it, it just seems like we're on like this non-stop trajectory like the dominoes are just falling down like, what are we going to do? Like, people are actually on, like, this, like, suicidal trajectory, be it, yeah. like, militarily or mm. uh, politically. It's It seems like madness, you know? Like, <laughs> what, what, yeah. do, what do we do with that? Well, I think, I think what any given individual has to do is to find meaning and purpose in your own individual life. As much as I like to laugh at these people, it is genuinely tragic to me that they live their lives guided by pure hatred for some man in DC, like who gives a shit, build your life into something that matters and you don't have to care about what this orange man in DC does. It's, it's baffling. And uh, I think, I don't know how to get through to people like that. I, I want to, I don't want to be them. You know, if they're, if Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders gets elected, I don't want to live my life with guided by hatred for what that person tweets every day or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they should just get pregnant and they'll stop caring about anything political. It's a good solution. Yeah. You got kids running around, you have some responsibility and something to take exactly. care of, that's for exactly. sure. Anyway, we yeah. gotta give you the boot, but thank you for being a first time caller. Okay. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, one one last thing I wanna say, Blonde, sure. is uh, congrats on the pregnancy. I know thank it's old you. news at this point, but <laughs> so happy you'll be a mother. My Thanks. wife really likes the name Miriam. Ooh, that um, is actually on my list. That's funny. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Cool. Well, uh, looking forward to hear what you decide. But thank you both. Uh, thank you. God bless you. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Who's up next? Why am I holding this? Viv. Viv's up next. Uh, here we go. Is it abroad? Uh, could be. I don't know if it's short for Vivian. Viv, hi, you're girl. good to go. Okay. Hi. Hello. Oh, never mind. Hold on one second. Let me mute the stream. Go for it. Okay, cool. Um, just a quick question. What's your position on gun control then? Like, I assume you're pro-firearms, correct? How much time you got? Uh, all gun I'm laws are unconstitutional? One minute okay. and 30 seconds. So. <laughs> minute and 30 seconds. Why do you think this is the case then? I, I would, uh, seriously speaking, I think you have a natural right to your, to your own self-defense. And okay, any, what, what gives you that natural right though? Because uh, that's a right that exists in the state of nature. Wait, but guns has never existed in the state of nature. They're a man-made creation, like, only created like quite recently. So. Okay, but by eliminating all methods available to you for self-defense, you have eliminated the right to self-defense. That's, uh, that's, why, that's why the word is arms. Why, Wait, so you, you believe that having a firearm inherently somehow makes you safer? Yes, 100%. Despite, despite the fact that many statistics show that like, you're more likely to use it on yourself, or it's more likely to be taken from you, or due to the fact that you're not very, very well versed in the use of it, you're you know, likely to cause someone else harm rather than you're actually intended. I don't care what the statistics say. You think that I am not a, a better but, guide of my own self-determination with a okay, firearm so on my just, hip than without it? Okay, so, so hold on a sec. So in concept, uh, like you're, you're okay with the right to have a car because you need to get places. So you think it's your natural right to get places. So I assume you're okay with the right no. to have a car, correct? I don't know why you're yeah. putting words in my mouth i didn't say that oh you don't you don't think a car is a natural right then the right no. to like get around okay so no, you I think don't you think ever... a, you sure. don't think a car is a natural right but why what difference like what difference is there in between a car and say a firearm what they're both tools yes okay they're both tools but it just seems to me that you apply your values inconsistently here no. because you where, apply, where have well, i yeah, said you are where have i said you have a right to travel wherever you want irrespective of people's property for example oh uh, no that's see that now you're that's... strawmanning me because i just said you have the right to travel i didn't say oh, you, you had oh, the right i'm strawmanning you yeah, I didn't say that you have the right to go Is this interrogation house. going somewhere? I get you are, huh? you're on a gotcha parade here, but what's your point? Oh, no, I just want to see if you're consistent with your position or not. What's the inconsistency? So, okay, do I support so I, banning cars? No, I don't. No, okay. Uh, you do, Okay, so you're okay with the license? Are you okay with licensing on cars then? You, you don't have a natural right to a car. Okay. Then why do you have a natural right to a gun? You have a natural right to self-defense. <laughs> And you, have not, you can defend yourself with your fists. Okay, well, you can live in that world. Good luck. No, just, well, no, you're just inconsistent now because I don't understand. No, it's not inconsistent. Why? I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, you are because it seems strange to me that you're going on that like you, have a nat you don't have a natural right to like a car, but you do have a natural right to a gun. These are both tools. You can still defend yourself with your fist and you can still get around with your legs. It just seems to me that you're applying your, morals, yeah, do, uh, like your moral position. Do, let's put it this way. Do I think that a state can constitutionally ban cars? Yes, I do. Okay. Why is a car I, any different to a I, gun then? They're both tools. They're not different. Okay. So then why you're a woman, you, you can't defend yourself with your fists. What if there's like an inherent incompatibility in strength over your. Well, even, uh, okay. But even then, like this, and the gun doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be any safer. The gun doesn't necessarily say that you're going to be able to use it effectively. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, wait, so, wait, hold on. If I wait, hold on. If I give you a Smith and Wesson five hundred, do you, does that automatically mean that you're somehow safer if I come at you with like a baseball bat? Yes. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm proficient in firearms, so I definitely feel safer if somebody attacked me and I had a smith. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait. So when you use your firearms, you've you've gone to a gun range, or you've actually done it where you've had someone charging at you in a disruptive environment, the same way law enforcement is used. Why do cops have guns? This is a non. No, this is a non This is a non. No, this is. I know you want to control the situation. Listen, man. Wait, we have to let you go because I've let you go on for way too long. Because I'm bodying you. It's fine. Are oh, you, no. oh, you are totally you won. Telling? Listen yeah. to this guy pounding his chest. Yeah, know, Superior totally. reason. What a boss. Listen, you can fight uh-huh. with your fists in Australia. Enjoy it. Okay. See you later. I know. God, what is dude. it with these like these foreign pussies? What what uh, happened to these people? I mean, that like, guy had oh, a deep I, voice. I'm going to come on your show and I'm going to yell a whole bunch. And then if you don't let me yell all I want, then you've lost. Like, Did go he fuck say yourself, he was dude. pounding us? I don't know. It's like, you're, you, listen, if you want to come on and have a fair discussion about the philosophy of the Second Amendment, absolutely. I don't know. It's if just... you want to come on and like try to shove it in people's face and show how smart you are and try to get you with gotcha. Listen, was he man, Australian? People are he saying sounded, he's from the UK. I don't know. I can't. Tell he you. sounded Aussie to me. Maybe, maybe New Zealand. And it is a bit of a, a complex that people in the UK have. Yeah, it's like, I don't care. You can fight. Uh, a home invader with your fists if you want. I'm not trying to stop you. Because their higher testosterone uh, counterparts came to the United States and all that were left there were little wanker men. I, I, I'll never no understand offense. that. It's like, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to agree, but this like need to go in. And... Well, also, he didn't talk about uh, suicides versus accidental discharge, death by accidental discharge. With their, but there's obviously a huge well, distinction in that. And you want to talk about suicides. The United States is not close to a world leader in suicides. Look at Japan. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to mistake. We we are not close to the leaders like Japan. There's a significantly high suicide rate in Japan, despite the fact that private gun ownership is not a thing. Why? Because if you choose to end your life, there are ways available to do that. Much the same way, if you choose to attack a public place, a public gathering, yeah. there are ways to do that. You could use a firearm. You could use right. a bomb. You could use a sword. These are about individual decisions. And none of this combats the argument of illegally obtained weapons. What are we going to do about that? Uh, of which there are literally millions. It's, it's a fantasy world. And, and I frankly don't understand. Do you believe a firearm necessarily makes you safer? Yes. Like, yeah, how is that? Sure. Yeah. Statistically, you might use it to kill yourself. Well, that's a suicide rate problem. That's not a gun problem. Erase uh, the guns. Right. It doesn't go away. Uh, you're not going to decrease suicides with gun control. People will doesn't find work. a way. doesn't work. You know, you don't have to agree, but like to go in and just uh, be totally disrespectful. I'm sorry, I don't care. Like I just well, I couldn't. I couldn't understand what he's saying. I'm pounding you. That's why you have to. I let him go for like four minutes. I know, but then, but then, yeah, we're we're not respecting him apparently. Mike, you're good to go if you're ready. Yo, niggas, what's good? What's on your mind, man? Oh man, yeah. uh, let me just calm y'all. I ain't gonna come in here and try and argue with y'all. And, uh, and let me well, uh, let me be you can honest. If you want, you can, it's just you know, give give us give us a second to talk. Well, here's the problem. There's a lot of people in here. Um, that I'm not gonna say. I'm, I'm not gonna call names, but uh, there's some people in here that uh might be trying to argue in a little bit of better faith. So I'm gonna just let me just warn y'all for that because they they might be coming up a little soon. But okay, um, no, that's okay. But um, let me. Uh, there is something I want to talk about. Um, you know, what I mean, I wanted to call in on the last call and show of the year, but the first one also works. You know, what I mean. Uh, it's 2020. You feel me? Uh, new year, new decade. You know mm-hmm. how it is. Um, we end this culture war and shit like that. You know. Uh, and what I'm seeing, I'm I'm gonna play a little bit of the radical centrist card right here because what I'm seeing okay. is I'm I'm seeing a lot of radicalism on the you know the left side. Obviously, and I feel like that's starting to. I, I feel like that's coming to a head. And obviously, I'm seeing it on the right now too. Apparently, like there's this really big 
push to ban porn and shit like this. And it's like, and you know, you can have your opinion on that and whatever, but like, this isn't something that you would have seen, you know, a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Like they, if someone's talking about trying to ban porn, they would have been laughed off the stage. You feel me? So yeah. there's a lot of like this, this like concern, like the Nick Fuentes, the type of conservatism and shit like that. And like I said, you know, you can have your opinion on all that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying like, we're starting to see this, you know, it's starting to, this radicalism, you feel me? And it's like, where do you see this? Where do, where do y'all see this going? And, you know, the rest of the year, the rest of the decade, like where, where do you think this is going to end up? Because a lot of people really feel like this is going to, something's about to happen. Something's about to go down. You know what I mean? Like conflict. Yeah. A lot of people are in that mindset. I've been feeling like that though for like five years. I'm desensitized to it now. I'm like, eh. Do you remember when I bottled those food storage, all the dried food? I'm like, well, I need this. I need a that's year still, of dry food. It's still good I, practice. I don't think that it's that's good ridiculous. practice, but I did it because I was like impending bugaloo. Wait, that's not the racist one, is it? Well, and it's boogaloo. Boogaloo. And you're thinking, and remember, it's not jigaboo. Jigaboo's the bad one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no jigaboo. I was worried about the boogaloo. Um, I was like, this is totally going to happen in the next year or two years. And that was several, several years ago. So um, I don't know. But I, if you're, what you're talking about is the fissure on the right. I think that that's uh, been, a, been a long time coming for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I tend not to put as much stock in these internet fights over time as, as maybe I used to. Yeah. I, I'm not that, uh, I don't know. I'm not that worried about, um, say, infighting on the right. I, I guess I still think that there's enough um, base level shared values generally in that area that it's probably salvageable. I do worry about the fissure with the like if we can all agree that the, that the US Constitution is generally a good concept on which to build a society I think we're in good shape. If we don't On the right? Yes. Okay. And if we don't and just society at large. And if we I mean, don't have you then talk to that Kevin Flanagan nigga <laughs> well, <laughs> recently been, my dude I mean well, we don't yeah, necessarily talk, agree is what I'm saying. Well yeah, but that's and that's my point. I don't mean to take shots at Kevin, but I also don't know that Kevin's worldview is super representative. Oh no, it is, and it's definitely a fringe. But um, I I kind of feel like that's growing. It, maybe that's just me. But that's what I'm seeing. I'm starting to see more of this. And you know, obviously, you know, you can have whatever opinion you want. I keep saying, yeah. This, but I, like, this is new. You know, what I mean, you, you didn't see this before. So like, what what do you think this is going? Ah, uh, well, is it new or is it just that it's so much easier to connect with people who share worldviews these days? You know? Yeah, I definitely um, don't think it's new. The Groiper thing has. It, it, I think it's an organic movement. I mean, we, the, the K, I'm not saying that these people are KKK, but what I am saying is like, there have been organizations that have existed in the past that are fringe. Um, they've been able to organize, they've marched, you know, we've had, we've had uh, court cases in, in the seventies, the Nazis marching on Skokie, for example. Um, yeah. I mean, is it a thing? It, it is, but I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that fringe worldviews are going to get uh, to critical mass Be, because I just, uh, I, there was a reason that a lot of this stuff is fringe and that's because it generally doesn't. Well, let's do talk about what in... is actually a fringe worldview. Uh, modern leftism is actually fringe. Late term um, abortion, open borders, that shit is fringe. Um, yes, but it's amplified by social media. That's true. Oh, yeah, we, uh, we're going to let in, you go. Do you have a final thought way. though? Uh, oh no. Um, let me just say, I mean, I, I agree with y'all obviously coming from my, uh, my cuck centrist position. Uh, I don't think this is really, you know, I mean, I, I don't think that uh, I, I don't see anything really happening. Like Matt was saying, I, I'm not one for a black pill. So I, I guess I agree with you all. And let me just say that, Matt, you're one like the um, there's like this 
what do you want to call it? Like a, a nuance tube, you know what I mean? Like, or something like that. You're one of the leading voices in that. And I've been listening to you for a minute. So I want to thank you for that. And, and keeping calm, rational, staying based, material based. Blonde, you're cool too. You're, you're awesome. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate the kind words. And, oh, uh, no, and ha- have a good night. All right, you too, man. See ya. Um, and I want to be fair with, with what I said earlier, because I feel like I implicated certain segments of the audience. Or I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to call people out. What I will say is that I think at the end of the day, um, free and open competition of ideas is what it's all about. And that's the way the truth Kevin's wins. hilarious. I mean, yeah, I, I, so I don't want people to feel like I'm taking shots at them because I'm not. Um, when, when ideas are flowing freely, if, if, uh, if ideas are successful, that's usually because they have some connection to the truth. And I, 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 you know, if your idea has some connection to the truth and it's gaining traction, good for you. That's what it's all about. That's uh, all I about. totally disagree. What do you mean? I don't think that ideas are successful or at least uh, that people latch onto them because they have some degree of truthfulness. I think it's a lot of social persuasion. Uh, I mean, it's not as, it's not as though charisma or, or um, any, of, any of that sort of appeal is totally ineffective. But let's put it this way. I don't think that there is... Um, I don't think that there is charisma significant enough to sell total crap. What? Look this, at the modern leftist paradigm, which is, uh, which is you know, homogeneously believed at least on the coast and in yeah. But I, but I think they're center. losing. Like I think they're losing on a are national they? level. Yeah, are I think so. I don't know. We'll see what the election holds, but they're always going to have their enclaves. They're always going to have their spots. But I think propaganda um, based on force and and social mandates. I think that's what wins. Well, the the other thing that makes me gives me pause about that worldview is if that's the case, you presumably need some mechanism to get that under control. And that yeah. is also not um, historically successful. Right. And you need better propaganda. <laughs> or the truth. <laughs> how do you how do you get how do you fight propaganda with the truth? That's mm, that's yeah. how it works. That's in real my, cute, man. In my adorable. <laughs> Well, call it cute, but it is the basis on which uh, your society is built. So. Uh, yeah, fine, whatever. All right. We have to... Um, yeah, we got to take a break. Take a break, but I also have to pee, so... Uh, I don't even have... Can you take a couple super chats? Because I don't even have it Sure, open. I can. Uh, Kevin Flanagan says, LMAO, Colin Waiting Room is full of commies and Matt fans. Tonight is going to be nothing but a competition to see who's least racist. <laughs> Wow. We'll see. So we got we got additional communists coming up, you say? Uh, he also sent another funny one. Don't worry, Matt. America's magic dirt will turn these cartel members into the next Thomas Sowell or Clarence Thomas. <laughs> because because I'm known to say open borders for cartel members. That is my uh, that's my official position, of course. Oh, Kevin. Shana Thornton. Uh, can the conservatives withstand the widening gap between the interventionist and non-interventionist group Scaf has always been there, but the uptick of millennial conservatives, there are more non-interventionalist, non-interventionist. Um, I think that that is the clear distinction that we're seeing going on right now, which is why people became apoplectic about the Iran segment, Iran segment in our Sunday show. It was like nearly a 50-50 split, but people were like, blonde retarded. Then people were like, Matt's retarded. I got some people unsubbed. You got some people unsubbed. Naturally, oh, no, not that. as soon as you were like, don't read the comments, have a good night. I was like, all right, straight to the, <laughs> straight to the You comments. can't do that. Oh, my God. Uh, do you have it up? Um, not quite yet. Black Keep Magic going. says, Skag, 
In the spirit of the new year, I wanted to apologize for calling you a scando cuck last year. You're still an infuriating fence sitter who will sacrifice all of the all of civilization for principles, though. <laughs> well, if you again, what is your civilization if not for a set of principles? I'm going to sacrifice my principles to uphold what? If you sacrifice everything that your country is, what are you upholding? Yeah. I'm, I'm not asking rhetorically. Since oh, are you're you laughing, asking me Since that? you're cackling, I'm asking oh, I'm you sorry. sincerely. Uh, what are you, what are you holding? What are you, what are you still protecting? Yes. Uh, your people? Your family? Which is what? Your tribe? So we're playing tribe over, over principles? No, I'm just saying that like, you can still protect something if you sacrifice principles. It's not like all is lost. Uh, yeah, it is. Like, if you sacrifice the values on which this country is built, what do you have? Yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is that I'm questioning the strength of the values upon which this country is built, seeing how, you know, how easy it was to subvert them. Was it that easy, though? I mean, we're talking about decades in the process. Decades, though. I mean, right. So some countries and civilizations were upstanding for millennia. But we're not talking about subverted. Really all right, all right, who was the last one? Uh, Black Magic. Uh, shouting from the cheap seat says, for meaning in life, just refrain from using non-binary pronouns. That's a good start. You'll prevent a second Holodomor and save Western civilization. That doesn't uh, do it. Stand up straight and clean your room. Well said. Ja uh, I'm going to go with Jackson. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing. I'm just going to guess with that. You, you have, you have, you have a natural right to own a car. You don't have a right to drive it wherever. That's probably fairly stated. You have a right to property for sure. You have a natural right to your property and the Brits own a third of the world. And now they can't shame Pakistanis for grooming gangs and their country. Uh, shot glass philosophy says, here's some coin for having to put up with the dipshit gun grabber. Bravo. Good, sir. Well, thanks. Um, you know, if he, if he would like to be, uh, if you'd like to speak in good faith, maybe we'll have him back, but we'll see if he comes back. C30, uh, says outsourcing the defense of your life is the display of an inferior self-preservation quality. I mean, I've never understood that. It's like, um, if you don't grant that a gun keeps you safe, are you granting the premise that the state will keep you safe necessarily? Good luck with that. In order to maintain individual freedom, the state must not infringe on a citizen's ability to defend themselves or they are dependent upon their defenders. Exactly. The state, the state shouldn't ban access to anything. Um, yeah, I mean, you could probably think of some fringe examples, but generally speaking, like, yeah, if you, if you have acquired your own property without victimizing anybody, that's your property. Not really the state's business. The dominant black market arm of uh, being the full auto AK. No, oh, sorry, this is from uh, Sayors. I'm going to go with that. Sorry for the mispronunciation. If you want U.S. gun control, you first have to support border walls, or you're just creating a vacuum feed uh, that to a leftist uh, vacuum feed that uh, vacuum feed and watch them choke. Sorry, I'm not sure how that's supposed to read, but yeah. Um, I suppose so. I mean, how many full auto AKs are there in the world? Millions. And if there's no control on what uh, enters the country, might be a risk. Big LC, on a scale of one to glass and radioactive craters, <laughs> what do you see happening in Iran over the course of the year? Uh, well, I don't want to put too much stock in what is going on right now, but I'm, I actually am less alarmist about this now than I was over the weekend because... Iran has now responded, you know, whether it was 
because of incompetence or by intent. The damage was minimal. They're kind of trying to save face. I mean, I bet Iran is going to continue to do what Iran does, which is like sort of um, fucking around around the edges and not really engaging directly. That's probably what's going to happen. And we'll have to keep an eye. But do I think there's going to be like full scale war? So on a scale of one to glass and radioactive craters, I'd say like two personally. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super worried about it anymore, but I was last week. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about, well, maybe some callers want to talk about what's happened since, and we'll mention it uh, a little bit on Sunday as well. Um, I think we are mostly good over on DLive. Dave's bit says malarkey. Well, thank you. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I All the best for the no malarkey tour for Joe Biden. Um, I guess some people didn't know that I was pregnant, and they're like, how did Blonde develop this giant beer gut? <laughs> and <laughs> no, I'm pretty pregnant. No All right. Diag- uh, I actually don't know how to pronounce this, but we'll go with it. Uh, Diogenes of Toronto. Toronto, you're good to go if you're ready. Yeah. How are you? What's on your mind? Uh, the I future can't. of humanity. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think the future of humanity is? That's a pretty broad question. You have a you have a context for it, or I mean, if you let's suppose um, fifty years in the future, right? When you know maybe you're eighty years old or something like that, mm-hmm. right? What do you think human life would be like? Do you think it like human lifespan would have increased? Do you think um, you know anything particularly about what we're doing to the planet would have an impact? That sort of thing. I think it gives a it gives a dive into our 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 different views to really think about the future. Um, I think we're going to continue to get dumber. Mm-hmm. Is there is there actual evidence to to say that that's the case that we are in fact dumber than our predecessors? Uh, yes. I mean, I, we looked this up know. one time. Like it um, seems like human IQ is increasing in the world right i have no idea i mean obviously our technology advances i don't know if that inherently means that we're smarter um i mean we're, we build we're on definitely, past knowledge but we're definitely getting dumber as a nation because of the immigration issue hmm. well uh this is, is humanity not really just like a, a nation right i'm thinking about like ever like humans right not a nation I mean, I am not very pessimistic about these sort of things. I mean, it's like um, by all general base level measures of quality of life, things are better now than they have been ever in terms yeah. of um, people globally starving, in terms of, um, of of people educated across the world, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, people living in poverty, all of those things. It's never been better than it is to live right now. I know there's a lot of... Um, obviously negative news and negative presentation can, can get to your eyes and ears quicker than ever before. And I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but we do have to keep this thing in perspective. The one qualifier, it, it, it hasn't um, U.S. life expectancy actually declined recently because of things like suicide, suicides and drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's maybe a cause for concern. Do you think that is a trend we'll see in like other countries in general? Do you think that we'll see something like... Um... A, a lowering lifespan due to suicide and drug use in, in other countries? Like, do you think this is general uh, for humanity or just well, it's pr- the nation? 
it's probably a crisis of meaning, you know? I mean, it's, it's just a crisis of people not having meaning and purpose in their, in their lives. And of course the, the blame all or the, the catch all point of blame that we reference on this show, but I actually don't think is exaggeration is the deterioration, deterioration of the family. Yeah. I can pronounce words, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's an environmental effect on IQ, you know, I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm I'm sure. We got to give you the boot though. Do you have any final thoughts? I'm sorry. I'm sorry deterioration of um like human connection like people are having less friends in general right like not just it's not just the family um it's it's just communities are dissolving a lot of people small a lot of smaller communities like fail to have the young people stick around you know and and in cities people just generally seem to be more disconnected so i know if it it's um, it's just the family you have to worry about. It might be a lot. I think that's a uh, point to fix number one. And I wish I had a magic wand to do it. We've got to mm-hmm. restore value and commitment to um, family integrity. And that will solve a lot of the problems we face for sure. I think to do that though, we'd have to, I think to, to solve family integrity, I think like um, solve because the, there's a reason why integrating, right? There's a reason why maybe friendships, people have less friends and less deeper connections in general, right? Uh-huh. I just think that family is just one aspect of, of this larger whole of us failing to have deeper human connections. Hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. All right. Are you ready? We got Fond Boy coming up. Who's that? That's the uh, the hormone treatment for children guy. <laughs> All right, Fonboy, what's on your back. mind? Did you miss me? Uh, no. Well, uh, did you have a nice holiday? Oh uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I was actually gone for a few months because um, of the you celebrate uh, the holidays. Yeah, why not? I want presents. I, we all want ser- presents. Seriously speaking, Fonboy is good faith, and I like that. Thanks for not uh, coming in and just yelling and going crazy. Speaking of good faith, the guy who called in earlier, well, I brought a few friends in, I don't know if you noticed, but the guy uh, from earlier, uh, that was really aggressive. we had some people in the call-in, including, uh, in the waiting room, including Myth, uh, agree that you didn't handle that one too, too hot. If, uh, if the syllogism was written out for you, like where you're like, you contradicted, I was curious if you'd go over that, if like I sent that to you later. Uh, that's fine. I would say that it's also unfair to come in and just yell at somebody on the spot and expect a airtight argument. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I agree. I don't, um, I don't think that was conducted in good faith. I think that was just a, I'm going to yell at you with some gotcha tactic. Um, probably. <laughs> um, I was curious, actually, I was just going to ask you about like, what's your like goal for immigration? That'd just be my topic right now. I didn't have anything what? special. You're cutting, is he cutting in and out for you? Uh, I, have, in migration? I have a good connection. I'm blonde and I have a slightly different view on this, but do you want both of ours? Or, Wait, did he or say migration? Immigration? Just immigration generally. Like we could talk goal? about yours, Matt. If... Uh, you, want, you want to talk about just mine? Sure. What do you, like, okay. what's your goal? So if I was, you're saying if I was just setting up immigration policy, uh, blank slate type thing? Yeah. So my goal would be that I would be interested in taking people uh, who have existing assets or something to provide this country and who have a demonstrated or can demonstrate uh, a commitment to the values on which this country is based. 
That, that would be my goal. I do think that there are people across the world who have something to contribute to this country that would make it better. But what I don't want is people who are coming here to take advantage of what this country has to offer. That's, that's what I would, that would be my general distinction. Don't all immigrants take advantage of what this country You're not has a, to offer? I, I, I would say no. I think some of them like, are net benefit. The timer just went off, but... Do you acknowledge but, the economic <laughs> benefits of immigration? Uh, in what context? All are you saying illegal included? Um, uh, I don't think so. If they're working, technically yes, but I wouldn't uh, vouch I, for I that. I wouldn't say it. that that all immigration is net benefit. No. Well, to the economy, that's like that. That's pretty uh, accepted by economists that uh, if you I, have more workers, you have uh, more people buying stuff. Uh, you don't always have more workers, and just because they're working doesn't mean they aren't net consumers of social safety of social safety uh, um, programs. A lot of Americans are like forty, but they're American citizens. I I don't see the if they become citizens by immigrating. I don't see the problem there. Well, but again, you're making a distinction between those who have handled uh, the the system legally and those who haven't. Are we? In oh no, I'm just that... talking about legal. We're not. I'm not going to make any legal arguments right now. I'm just saying if you're talking about the economy, then they do benefit, and you'd have to like say like for like in, the economic argument, yes. In but not in for, my like, in my view, the current system is too loose. I would like to see a lot of things reduced. You but it, but it, you know, if there, if you have a study that says strictly legal immigrants are of net benefit, sure, I'm open to seeing the study. I don't know the study. Well, even uh, well, you could just uh, the uh, economist Borjas is cited by a lot of people on the right for some reason, and he like acknowledges like the economic benefits very strongly of uh, immigration, and the ah uh, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? Basically, yeah, they, the the benefits are like insurmountable. They will hurt certain areas, like certain uh, small areas that they reside in, but they will only hurt people who don't like have a high school education. And but overall, okay. benefit. but but why is why is that not of consideration? Why would I not want? Uh, why would I not want to protect those American citizens? Well, oh, I'm in favor. Sake. I'm in favor of like social safety nets that will help like those people who are hurt, which will be like very small versus like the huge benefits we do for like corporations who have cheaper labor, us who have cheaper products. We, those, yeah, like, I mean, as, tax as, go towards if, as long as your position is that um, we, we have some sort of restriction that prevents anybody from coming in and we have some sort of analysis on what's, ac what's actually benefiting this country, maybe we have some general agreement there. I, right. I, I don't know. Because America already... Well, I'd say America already has the strictest immigration policy in the world. We have the strongest screening I, process on I the planet. I don't think that's... Uh, that it, okay. I, I, I'd, I'd ask for your source on that, but... Oh, my God. I've let this go on for too long. Everybody get out of here. Never scared. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate well, it. See you, okay, Funbags. What's his name? Fonboy. Not Funbags. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. See ya, man. <laughs> uh, Frank's up next. A lot of mansplaining going on. I don't like it. Kind of sad, like if you're toughest so, like, immigration policy in the to... world that cannot possibly. I'm be skeptical true. of that claim, but yeah, because I could just move to China right now. Uh, Frank, what's up, man? Ah, uh, we were just talking about masturbation. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what about it? Should no, we ban uh, it? We, 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 of course, we should ban it. <laughs> but uh, happy New Year's. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's why I love you, Frank. Yeah. So I was I was thinking like uh, what's the because you and me Matt we've been uh, been uh, getting into it like the the last few months. Oh uh, yeah, I mean you yeah. you and I have always had kind of like points of disagreement, but I think we're able to kind of kind of go at them fairly. Yeah, but I was thinking about what is like the the base this 
agreement. And I, I think mm. it's how we, you can tell me if I'm wrong, of course, but I think it's how we view freedom. Because mm-hmm. I think you view freedom like a, like a, a base value that's like important uh, in and of itself. But for me, it's more like a, like a tool to, uh, to uh, accomplish uh, the greater good. You know? uh, yeah, I would say that we definitely have a, a major rift on that one. I, my question would be, who's greater good? Well, uh, like it, it depends. Like for for you, it would be your greater good. For, for right, I, I think each individual be our should be greater good. Like, of course. Yeah, I think the question is: um, Should each individual be free to pursue that greater good for themselves, or should there be some greater good imposed upon them uh, on behalf of society? Well, it depends because uh, different people uh, can cope with the freedom to different levels, you know. Like, uh, you That's don't okay. give like a retarded man or a, or a child like full freedom to do whatever they please. Well, I suppose, but that's kind of the the fringe, you know. I mean, we're if we're we're talking about, yeah, uh, adults who are free from debilitating conditions. Well, yeah, but it's also like there's also the issue of how you structure society because most people don't make like uh, like amazingly good choices. Most people just uh, just follow like the the, the base uh, the default setting that's uh, pro- provided to them by, by society. Uh, maybe then, true, maybe not. But I guess the question is: Is it moral for you to make decisions for them? Well, I don't think it's like something moral or not. Like it's it's like the basic choice, like. You, for example, you guys have, have structured your, your society to, uh, along the lines of uh, the suburbs and uh, fast food uh, drive-thrus. But of course, this, this helps you get more fat, you know? Well, individuals make that choice. And I think they should yeah, be free the, to. The, the, the way that you, you've, you've structured your, your cities and your communities uh, incentivize these choices. Like I guess, but the other side of this is way, California, would... where they're deciding what you should be able to consume and when, and all of a sudden plastic straws are banned, and pretty soon the restaurants tell you what you can and can't eat, and so it is banned in New York. And I guess at what point is it uh, the individual's responsibility and the individual's domain to, to, make, to make those decisions for themselves? If that's the life they well, want to live, I, who am I to tell them they can't? I, well, I think it's more like if, if you've shown, shown over time that you that you make bad decisions, then freedom needs to be taken away until you can. Ooh, taken away by whom? Okay, I will say there has to be some level where somebody is so mentally incompetent that we take away their freedoms. I advocate for involuntary institutionalization of homeless schizophrenics all the time. So there clearly is some level. But you're just talking about your general guy who makes poor food decisions and eats at McDonald's too much. He'll follow the herd anyway, though. That's, I think that's what he's talking I mean, about, right? And, and who's going to intervene? Like, who is this uh, benevolent well, it's, it's, ruler? Of course, who... it's going to be the, the, the government, you know? Okay, and like who, if the, who's... If the government makes so, the McDonald's tax. Well, certainly if the government is less... democratic in nature or representative in nature, it won't be effective if it's run by the rule of the people and the people make poor decisions. Right, so who's, who's going to make those decisions? Well, it's... Uh... The benevolent monarchy that uh, we should have. The yes. theocracy Blond, that we Blond should be. Right. 
Okay. I mean, I land for president. Uh, but, no, okay, so, no, no <laughs> e-girls ever. I mean, I agree. That's in, true. in theory, it'd be great if there was someone who made all the right decisions all the time and guided us benevolently. It's just I don't think that thing exists. Well, they are doing it in China, for example. Okay. And when Their we can social, get the DNA uh, of Charlemagne and clone him and then put him in power, then we'll be fine. Everything will be fine. All right. Um, uh, yeah, but I, th- I think hail the supreme leader of Iran. <laughs> but I think I think you're exactly right at diagnosing the the base of the the f- <laughs> the differences in our worldview and the differences in our philosophy. I think that you're you're spot on right there. Uh, well, okay, nice talking to you guys. You're Thanks, man. Bye, Frank. Um, Did we ever figure out what country he's from? From what country? He's mentioned he it many times, and I'm gonna. God, it's Norway or Finland. It's not. And he's, he's not Swedish. Be- and he's, he's going to be pissed that I could not recall. But it's it's one of the Scandinavian countries, it's, and specifically Norway or Finland. I'm like 90% sure it's Finland. But it's that Norway. means it's probably Norway. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get another caller in before the top of the hour here. Aeolian is up next. Aeolian, you're good to go if you're ready. Good evening, Matt and Blonde. How are you guys doing? Good. How are right. you? Oh, I'm doing well. Okay. So we got a few things first. Blonde, congratulations. I hope your baby is absolutely. Absolutely what? He cut out. He cut out for me, too. Oh, no. I'm here. Absolutely ugly. Is that what you said? Absolutely transgender. Oh, no. Absolutely Muslim. (laughs) Second of all. um, Okay. So with regard to the whole gun debate thing, I got a hot take. Okay. And it begins, first of all, and, and just bear with me here, it begins in Latin America because Latin America has the highest, um, it has the highest gun uh, uh, gun deaths per uh, rate. Sorry, I'm messing this up. Highest murder rates in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those countries have are in Latin The reason for this is, well, we know that, you know, almost all almost all murders happen in urban centers. Latin America was colonized mostly by uh, by Spanish and French uh, in colonial powers and their mm-hmm. dominance and their culture was uh, the dominant one. And it was not allowed to kind of flourish in the American sense. Now, one thing that is very common in old world countries is that everything is the, the economic, cultural and political center is centered in one city. Think London, Paris, Rome, Madrid, all of those all of those factors play into only one city. There's a few, of course, there's like exceptions to be made, but here's, here's the thing. Most of the population, like the, the large population centers in Latin America are almost all in one city. The next one down is like maybe half the size. So ready. Okay. Latin America gentrification. If we don't Mm. want hipsters moving, you know, into, the black neighborhoods and uh, and just and just poor neighborhoods in general in America, and we want to, you know, keep the keep the rent down. Then we should ask them to move, you know, into into Latin America into poor neighborhoods, raise the rent up, and then everyone just goes uh, goes to the countryside and lowers the gun rate, uh, the lowers the mur- murder rate. I love hipster gentrification. Hmm. I think it's fantastic. Hot take I'm confused. Know, Wait, why are know, we trying? Uh, why are we taking it upon ourselves to reduce the the murder rate there though i'm confused because that's what you know 
hipster uh, millennials want to do, right? They want oh. to make the world. But they okay, don't actually so it's... think about those things. All right, all right. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> okay. Just, uh, just like su- such, I'm sorry, just such like simple, stupid solutions like that. Just get, just get me riled up. But, yeah, yeah. Abs- <laughs> I, I got gotcha. you. Uh, anything <laughs> well, else before, uh, before. So we my you? real thing I... was about this whole Iran situation. Oh, sure. If you got thoughts, go for it. You got a hot uh, hot though, but we gave everybody else like five minutes to talk about their stupid crap. And this is real. So proceed. All right. All right. All right. So this whole Iran thing, yes, the tit for tat attacks have been going on for like more than a month, right? It was well before, well before the embassy attacks that these things have been going back and forth. And this is, uh, you know, this is not only like what's been going on in the, uh, in the underground media. This is also what I've been hearing, um, from my perspective, being in the military right now, uh, Iran has been absolutely up against a wall. Us jumping out of the Iran deal, closing the sanctions back up, they have run, they're running out of money that the, Obama straight, that the Obama administration gave them a lifeline, allowing them to pump more oil, allowing them, like, just literally sending the palace of cash in the dark of night. These weapons were purchased with that money. It's almost all gone, and they need a way to de-escalate, but they also need a way to save face and not look like they're the ones backing down. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there are communiques, and they uh, uh, there are communiques, and this is out in the open, where Iran, Iranian agents of the government told the Americans, said, we're going to attack these bases. You better get everyone inside. Okay. Uh, and then they, they you know, attacked, and there's Iraqi casualties, but there are uh, there are no American casualties. Iranian state TV says we've killed 80 American terrorists. Th- this is all a show. This is all a sham, and this is just showing that Iran is on the ropes. They don't want a war more than we do, because right. guess what? They have an old beater, and we're driving the Rolls Royce. We have yeah. a lot more to lose than they do, but we're still, like, we know how this ends. They get run off the road and we get, you know, we get a, uh, we get a fender bender. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they definitely had to call this in to make sure there were no American troops, that there would be no American loss of life before they did this. This was like a, a total farce. Like I heard about this and I was like, that's it. Good. I mean, if, if that's it, then we should just shut our mouths and do nothing. So I was happy that Trump like didn't say anything yesterday and then just waited till today. I was like, okay, fine. If, if this is it. Absolutely. All the guys who I talked to, they're like, man, World War Three's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> bummer, Ooh. man. Yeah. Bummer. Right. <laughs> anyway. All so right. that's all. Again, sure. you guys, I, I enjoy I enjoy everything here. It's all, always great conversations in the calling room. Listeners, uh, first time join it. It's it's a wild ride. Uh, watch them on Sunday nights. It's it's always good. Well, thank you, man. And of course, thanks for serving our country. It's much appreciated. Uh, I haven't done much yet, but we'll see in the future. Hey, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, we got to take one uh, or another break at the top of the hour here. Okay. Left off on big LC. And I do have one over on Streamlabs. Phil says it may seem unfair or even an attempt to straw man a position, but anyone still trying to make an argument for immigration into Western countries is de facto open borders. Vetting from certain areas is impossible and they need uh, us more than we need them. That point is taken. 
uh, that that vetting is extremely difficult. And um, as I've discussed with some other listeners of the show, like the vetting does often happen from foreign governments as opposed to our own government, which is also a consideration. Um, so that point is granted. I, I do believe there's got to be a way, though, that we can find people of talent and 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 people with um, with value to provide to this country in a way that um, that doesn't put us at risk. I got to believe that's possible. But if you're asking me to pick between moratorium and open borders, all right, I'm on your team. Like if it has to be black and white, I'm, I, that's an easy decision. I just don't think that it has to be quite that black and white. Yeah, whatever. Did you read some of the, the uh, super chats while I was going? I left that? off at big LC. Yeah. Oh, you, did you just say that? I'm sorry. Pregnancy I got brain. lost three blocks from my house the other day. <laughs> Where am I? My husband was like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. Great um, story. That is a good story. Great story. Ugh. Compelling and so rich. So you read Big LC. You finished. Yes. Okay. Kevin Flanagan says, my civilization is blood and soil, you 50 IQ snow ape. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, if, if, uh, yeah, I mean, if that's, that's your perspective, you're entitled to it. I, I just don't think that that's the, that's the founding of this country, that blood and soil is the American founding. But, uh, you know, fair enough. I don't know. We had a lot of wars. Uh, uh, well, I've, I've, you you point me into the documents where it says that, and I will read it. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. All right. Alicia Ongren. Ongren. You have the right to own a car, just not necessarily the right to drive one. We have restrictions on driving, license, driving licenses for the same safety reason that we have restriction on using guns. That's a good point, too. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's fair. Um, and to clarify what uh, what I probably should have said, yeah, you have a right to your property. That doesn't mean you have a right to um, to use your property in a way that abuses other hen- abuses others. Hence, why you are not free to run someone over with a car. Hence, why you are not free to shoot someone with your gun, absent self defense. Exactly. Uh, Remy Foster had an eleven millimeter kidney stone. That sounds really big. wow. I, yeah, I don't know what's big or not, but man, you're pushing it out of your urethra. So I'd imagine any number of millimeters. Yeah, I mean, out. yeah. And watching this show is one of the first one of the few things I look forward to throughout the ordeal. I appreciate it. I have heard that is so cool. Thank you, Remy. Um, better cool. than a ki- better than a kidney stone. I've That's... heard <laughs> from people that have had like been in horrible car accidents that have had lots of broken bones uh, that having a kidney stone is the most painful thing that has ever really. Happened. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, all the best getting through it. And thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out. Man, a Martin Van Nostrand said a three millimeter kidney stone will double you over in pain. Oh man. Hmm. Okay. About so, half an inch. Oh, your poor yeah. weenie. I'm sure he had a surgery to have their, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, to Lane's a no note. Thank you. Um, deputy SN the weak should fear the strong. I'm with you there. Kevin Flanagan's mom. I let Kevin use the family tablet for a few hours, and now I'm getting recommendations for AOC feet pics in my search results. I don't know what it means. Mm. Kevin? I don't know. I wonder what Kevin's search, uh, search history is. Um, Shauna Thornton, most of my family only have a high school education. They've been here since the 1800s, built roads, farms, and businesses. Why does some foreigner get to come in and take what limited opportunities for social mobility Buck, fun bag. I'm with you, Shauna. Yeah. 
Well, I agree with that sentiment. I guess the only thing I would say is there, I think there are immigrants who can provide social mobility too. That's why I'm saying if you have something of value, if you are of, of a particular, of a very high skill set, and you've got a big business you want to build in the United States, for example, that's social mobility for Americans. You know, I think we think about it in terms of consumption, and that is real. But what I'm looking for is productivity in terms of providing opportunity for others in particular. And that, that is a real aspect of it too. Yeah, but what about the global effects? I mean, we talk about this so many times. I hate to bring it up again. But I know, it does matter. Drain. Yes, um, that's a that's a big deal on a global scale. It really damages the GDP, especially of low IQ, uh, low GDP countries. I guess, but I I want uh, I want America to benefit first. But I, we're that's, marginally that's benefiting from taking away the most skilled of countries that I mean, we've talked about this we've talked about this before and again i just i hate the language of taking away this is voluntary on on all all parties like pe nobody's being taken from it's anything. not so, voluntary for the people that need them in their country well it's the individual volunteering it's, that person is not that country's Ma property. individualism fine and they don't own him yeah yeah I whatever mean. uh Ovid says blonde you claim to be against hormones for your children yet you give hormones to your child in your womb Defend this hypocrisy, PS Luke from Middle East. <laughs> Nothing I can do about that, obviously. Grill her. I know. Grill her. Uh, Black Magic. It. In the spirit of New Year, of the New Year, because I can read, would you consider unbanning Boom Baby? I forgave your fence sitting degenerate <laughs> scando ass. Also, we can gas the bikes and race car now together as a people. I Is this think, from Boom Baby or somebody else? I don't. It's from Black Magic. I actually can't. I think I was up his ass about the pregnancy thing because that's when i was trying to get pregnant well he would come after you in the chat and i if, it was if always Baby's about pregnancy stuff when i was trying to get pregnant and it was really I, pissing me off i don't know if boom baby baby's listening but i unbanned boom baby three four times and i was like listen man like it's you just got to tone it down it's it, it bothered it's not yeah. me. It's blonde. It's driving over a wall. You just got to chill out. And I gave him a million warnings and he refused to comply yeah. until I was like, listen, dude, like it's blonde show too. And you know, I'm sorry. Like, and boom, boom, baby has, has been banned ever since. I find that regrettable. Blonde maybe is a little more enthused. Um, I'd be willing to, I'm always willing to give people another shot, but uh, fuck that guy. Okay, well, I guess I have you to think email. if I banned him three times, he was being a huge douche. I really went to bat for Boom Baby. I Why? was trying to because I want I want people. I don't want to be ban happy. Certainly oh, not whatever. for like talking about the wrong things or saying the wrong joke. That said, like if oh, someone somebody is, just said so much for the marketplace of ideas. Listen, this is my show too, and uh, I can ban people for pissing me off if. And it's I want also to. this is this is I'm not taking property. away their right to free speech in a right. general sense. I'm not going after Boom Baby and trying to silence him. Like this, this channel is my house, and yeah. yes, I do want this house to have as many different. Uh, I, I want it to be you know more or less open diverse. door policy. I want it to be very diverse. You diversity want open borders and diversity in your home. What I'm saying is this is a conversation platform and I really want it to be as open as possible. That said, yeah. it is possible to be extremely annoying to the point where I have to say like, I'm sorry, you're not welcome in my house anymore. Yeah, I don't want to bring people over to my house that I don't like. That's that that's going to be the new standard for banning. Do I like you? <laughs> that is a reality. And of course, I would never try to get Boom Baby banned off like some platform that is his. So I don't I don't think that's a fair thing. But apparently, if Boom Baby wants to appeal, you're going to have to go to Blonde. Um, I've done what I can. And uh, uh, I regret that's the situation. Lick my balls, Boom Baby. No. 
uh, Marbo 93, from a theological perspective, all order and morality is derived from God. But mm. our capability of reason intellect is limited. Ultimately, we cannot rely on our reason intellect alone to arrive at morality. And a few more. Both of you validly represent each side. Blonde's faith in God understands that human intellect is doomed to fail on its own merit. Blonde doesn't underestimate human irrationality, but Matt is also wise to uphold abstract principles despite the sea of irrational bullshit because hmm. societal order relies on that. Just because the rational is limited doesn't mean it is worth upholding. And that does that does explain like a, a common digression in our philosophies. Like I think that rationality is divinely ordained. I don't even hmm. know that it's like a, a natural human state. I think that it might be irrationality that is the human state. Well, I think in a lot of ways, not just this one, I think that uh, the that our our perspectives represent uh, two general perspectives on, say, the right itself. And um, and I I think that the two perspectives are sort of necessary counterbalances on each other, too. And uh, hey, man, I'm, th I'm thankful that uh, this show has come together in the way that it has. And I'm thankful that this community has come together in the way that it has. Me too. And uh, I'm thankful to the chatter as well. So thanks for that. Oh, my God. Diversity made me cry today. I forgot to tell you. It's because of the hormones, but we got a picture that I forwarded to you um, of like okay. a, of one of the, uh, like a meetup of one of the meetups. That's the word on the nose um, of one of I the, I can look at it right now. I think, I think I saw it. Earlier. And it was like ages. I'm going to cry. It was like ages 18 to 70 in the same picture. And I was like, mm. people of all ages have come together. This to is in Georgia, show. right? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the picture right now. We'll share it on Sunday. Oh, sure. Yeah. You no. got, you even got a little one there. Yeah. Anyway, it made me cry like a little bitch. Um, diversity tears. Yes, Celtic girl. All right, we gotta we gotta keep it moving. Oh, one more. Nobody calls. says okay. Matt thinks only whites should follow the rules. I agree. But how have I said that? I think joking. I do. I think I do a pretty. I think I do a pretty good. Mm. No, I, I'm a bit. I I don't like the um the soft bigotry of low expectations, so to speak, at all. Like yeah. I, I hate that. Uh, it, if there's one thing you'll say about if, I think you could at least grant me this. I hate the the application of rules differently to different people for dubious reasons. Oh yeah. I'm no, a big I, fan I, I of order structure. You're uh, really fair, fair and principled. Yeah. I'm just I just like ribbing you because it, it annoys me because I'm emotional. <laughs> All right. Uh last section of callers here. We'll go till the uh, bottom of the hour, last segment, and uh see how many we can get through. So keep me on the clock if you can. Clash of Champions is, no, Mecca's up next, right? Um, if that's how I pronounce it, I'm going to go with Mecca, M-E-C-H-A. I don't know. Mecca, are you there? Mecha? Yes. Hello. Hi. Can you hear what's me? on your mind? Yeah. Hey, how we going? Uh, first time caller. I've been, uh, listening quite a while. Been, um, well, thanks for calling in. I can, uh, listen to my, uh, headphones at work. So it's actually kind of nice. Uh, normally I try to catch the show, you know, in the mornings during the day shift. It's actually nice. Uh, popping in um, to actually have a conversation. Sure. So um, I was having a conversation. Uh, this was right around Christmas time with somebody of somebody I've known for a long time, but they are of of the opposite mindset. And I keep hearing you know recurring phrases. The one that I always get, especially when you talk about you know Democrats, is you know you hear elites you know and not paying taxes. So. I thought about it for a minute before I spoke up and I came, I'm like, what if I give you an alternate option instead of, you know, the complicated progressive, you know, income tax system, it's, it's complicated, it's horrible. And what if we went 
back more uh, towards a flat yearly um, mm-hmm. example, you know, poll tax. I don't know. I was just kind of wondering about your your guys' thoughts about that uh, more. I, I'm actually. Flat tax? What did he say? I went when you referenced a poll tax. What do you mean? I'm unfamiliar with what you mean by that. Um, like when the country, uh, you know, in the 1800s, um, you know, everyone just paid a yearly tax. You know, it was the same flat rate depending. Mm-hmm. It like at the time it was like a dollar fifty per person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going oh, so back it wasn't to even more um, flat it, it, rate. So it, and it wasn't income dependent. This is pre-income tax. You're talking no, about no. This is pre-income. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am talking about removing this complicated system that we currently have and going back to a flat rate system well, i was yeah i was reading about this i don't know a little while ago because of course we've been able to it, it's interesting that back when our country was much more well managed financially we didn't have income tax mm-hmm. how is it that we had how did we have roads how did we have defense how did we have these things when the federal government wasn't taking x percent of your check um if i if if, if income tax has to be maintained um then I, of course, would be a fan of a flat tax, of something that treats a dollar as a dollar. And by the yeah. way, that goes for um, people like people like us, and that goes for the the richest uh, people in the country as well. I don't I don't think that like you're as as uh, AOC and Elizabeth Warren say, your tippy top, your fifty millionth dollar is taxed at ninety percent. Why? It's a dollar. You earned it through your labor. It's yours. That's also totally arbitrary. Yeah, it's dumb. Uh, so yeah, I'd be, I'd be, um, the, I guess if I was going to design, if I had to have income tax and I was going to design it from scratch, what I would say is maybe you have some sort of, it, it would be arbitrary, but you have some sort of threshold under which there is no tax. Let's say whatever the poverty rate is, you know, $20,000, something like that. None of your money, none of your earnings before that are taxed. After that, a dollar is a dollar and nothing else matters. That's, that's admittedly just kind of a made up threshold, but I guess what I'm saying is I find uh, income tax especially uh, egregious for people that are that are really really struggling. Yeah, although you don't pay well, income no. tax under ten thousand dollars. Yeah, there is some threshold that currently exists, but that is just like super impoverished. Yeah. yeah, right. Do you have any final and I, thoughts? I, and I'm not saying that people with you know certain uh, procavity, yeah, pro. I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. Procavity. Proclivities. Yeah, that worked. Um, that you know, you know, certain people got problems, and and you know that that's understandable. But I think I think it will actually promote growth because I mean, say I'm just going off this number, five thousand a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, say you're you know you got fifty two weeks in a year. They take out the ten, twelve dollars, you know, a month, whatever. You know, that's fine. You're making you know save minimum wage even right now seven you know seven fifty an hour whatever. Yeah. You know. But you step up to the next job. Now you're making ten dollars an hour. Well, you're mm-hmm. still only having that twelve dollars taken out. And then, well, you yeah, get a so better you're job. Well, now five you have grand flat dollars rate, basically. Well, That's well, what you're I'm, saying. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, course. yeah. But like, um, it doesn't matter if you earn thirty thousand or sixty thousand. You owe five grand in this hypothetical. It, it doesn't matter if you're making millions of dollars. It's, yeah. Like, and that's that's the argument that I was trying to have. It's like every, you know quote-unquote, everyone's not paying their fair share. Well, let's make it a, a flat number where everyone has that number, and as long as everyone's paying that number, mm-hmm. why is that a problem? Well, why wouldn't we just do a flat percentage? Yeah, I, th- I think a percentage of individual dollar would... Because at that, I guess what the, my gripe with that would be that lower-income people are paying a higher percentage. It's not fair in its 
It's not fair. Like, for imagine anyone, if you I made twenty-five grand and you had to give five grand to taxes, but you made a million dollars a year. And yeah, it's not even in its treatment of every individual dollar earned. That would be my gripe with that setup, probably. Do you have any final thoughts? That we got to give you the boot. Uh, no, I just w- wanted to try to you know poke some holes into my own theories here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I'm with you on the flat tax. I mean, list whatever you can do to get overall tax burdens down. I'm, you know, <laughs> I got you got my support, man. For sure. Yeah. All right. Appreciate. Thank you. you. Thanks for the new year. Clash of Champions is up next. Do you know anything about our audience member Margie? Oh, hello. I do not. She is so good at guessing the pregnancy hey stuff. Huh. Okay. You, just, you might have to tell me in a minute because I just want to maximize time for our All right, so. fine. Class of Champions, you're good to Hi, go. Hi, Class of Champions. Hey, you guys I'm hear sure me? it's a great story. Yeah, man, go Shit. for it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was coming to talk about um, an interesting thing that's happened since the since Trump decided to not go to war with Iran. Uh, I've okay. seen on yeah. Twitter, I've seen on Twitter, and yeah, you guys all know Richard Spencer. Yes, I did Apparently, see this. You've seen this, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, this person, uh, he, uh, Richard Spencer, decided he's no longer going to support Trump, and he's got a fucking Iranian flag on his, on his Twitter now. Really? I, I haven't looked recently, and he still hasn't removed it. Hmm. But yeah, all of, all of a sudden, now he hates Trump. But that's not the bad part. The, fact, yeah. the bad part is people like The View all of a sudden support Richard Spencer. I loved this clip. I have to talk about it on Sunday because oh, man. there, yeah, to his point, if you didn't see this clip, their hatred of Trump is so deep that when it was mentioned on the view that Richard Spencer has disavowed prior support for Trump and his disbelief that anyone could support Trump. Now audience members applauded Richard Spencer. Oh, I love this. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So who brought that like, up? Yeah, the, okay, the, the panel, so- the view women. Okay, that, yeah, why would so they a do legitimate that? That, so neo-Nazi white supremacist it, it, so it doesn't support Trump. Now, all of a sudden, you support it. All of a sudden you and it just goes to show, now. like, you thought they maybe even had principles against quote-unquote white nationalism, you know, whatever definition you apply to that. No, they don't. The only principle is uh, against Trump good if it's Trump bad. So Richard Spencer yeah. against Trump, even though he ha- even though Richard Spencer, um, you know, mostly holds the views they think Trump holds. They will yeah. applaud him because he doesn't like Trump. It was wow. it's an amazing it's only like 20 seconds long, but it's an amazing clip to think about. Honestly, you know, I, I was one of the many people that defended Spencer when he got knocked out. When he woke, I wouldn't even say knocked out like a light sucker punch yeah. back in the day, because I'm highly against hitting people because they say shit you don't like. Yeah. But I'm starting to regret that. <laughs> well, I don't think he... I, t- say what you will about I'm Richard kidding. Spencer. Yeah, I've not, never uh, heard him... I've never seen him behave violently. Well, the only thing I've heard from him that was even like quasi-violent uh, was like that one leaked tape. But it was yeah, surreptitiously recorded. He, I suppose. Yeah, I remember that. When he just had like that gigantic spurt out, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, he other than that, he doesn't... Everybody. He's not advocating yeah. violence. I mean, that's the one thing. If I if I have, like, in terms of him describing how he would achieve the ethno states he desires, he talks about voluntary segregation, basically. And to me, that's kind of a pie in the sky idea. But the point is, he's talking about achieving this through incentive and voluntary, like voluntary action. Well, people already self segregate. So yeah, yeah. Well, but but I'm saying like he he wants to, 
you'd have to like say, do that on a national scale. Like this portion of the country is for this ethnicity. That portion is for that. Not just neighborhood by neighborhood, but like, or city by city. Up. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yes, I have to cock and say that Richard Spencer does not deserve to be punched, but do you have a counterpoint before we let you go? Well, I think the counterpoint, well, I, I was kidding about the sucker punch. All right. Joke, all right. But like, yeah, but, but yeah, the whole point was, it's just funny to see the left all of a sudden support somebody who is, you know, hold the views that they fight against just because he doesn't just because all of a sudden he like dislikes the president yeah. that is in office because somebody that they don't like. And also, by the way, I would think they actually kind of agree with his perspective on Iran, which is what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, that's not the thing that's it. Mean, anyway, whatever. Um, we got to let you go. But thank you for the thoughts. We'll right. definitely talk about this uh, on Sunday a little right. bit more. Yeah. All right. No problem. Thanks, Can't see you guys. Uh, Budafet's up next. Budafet, you're good to go. All right. Howdy, guys. Hey. What's on your mind? Um, Blonde, have you ever heard of the band Apocalyptica? No. Since I know you play cello. I haven't. Is it a bunch of badass cellists? Yes, it is a quartet of celloists, and they are dropping a brand new album. Tenth. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I've been a fan of them since I was a kid. I've Pretty much every one of their concerts they've had in Seattle, both show boxes and all. Nice. They're really cool down to earth guys too. I knocked on their tour bus door and I was in like eighth grade. I just learned one of their songs and I asked them if I could show them and they invited me on the bus to play it for them. Whoa. Cool. Cool. They signed them at cello and everything. It was phenomenal. Great guys. Great music. Well worth the listen to. Nice. Sweet. All right. Uh, anything else on your mind? Um, okay. I'd rather die losing my gun to someone. <laughs> oh, did he? I guess. Oh, you cut out for a Going second back. there. You'd rather oh. die losing your gun to someone than what? Than not having a gun at all. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the point. It's all about self-determination. You know, it, you can show me that, oh, it's more da- households with firearms are more statistically in danger. But the point is, it's your decision. The danger mm-hmm. is your decision. The consequences are your decision. And, you, you know, you talk about, oh, uh, like the Texas church shooting. We talked about that. Um, are you statistically likely to take him out or not? Well, the point is, I refuse to bow before a crazy person like that. He might kill me. Of course he might kill me. Right. The point is, I have the self-determination to say, mm, you're going to have to kill me before I'll bow before you and beg for my life. That's really what it's all about. And I think it's very dangerous to say that individual rights should be subject to statistical trends. For example, you could show statistical trends that free speech allows the proliferation of bad ideas. We've mm-hmm. had that discussion tonight. Does that mean free speech should be erased? Because after all, that leads to communism. That leads to fascism. That yeah. leads to any number of bad ideas. Freedom is necessarily messy. It is necessarily dangerous. It necessarily means bad outcomes can and will happen. But that's the nature of the beast. All right. Well, I'm going to hop out on one quick note. Um, Blonde, have you looked into the name Rowan? It's one of our mm. topics for a girl name. I do like that. It's a little androgynous. I'm going for these hyper feminine names. I don't think I've ever heard of a guy Rowan though. Rowan Farrow. Ronan. Ronan. Oh, Ronan. I stand corrected. How do you spell that one? Uh, R O W A N. 
Oh, yeah, okay. That's pretty. I like it. I don't know anybody with that name, which is good. Hmm. All right, well, All thank right, you, man. Well, have a great night, guys. Yeah. Bye. Um, okay, let's. Do, we got time for two more, I think. Sure. Beholder is up next. Beholder, you're good to go if you're ready. I hear let, nothing. I don't hear anything either. We'll let Beholder hang out a second and give Sasha a chance. Sasha, you're good to go if you're set. Hello. Sasha. Hello. Oh, there we go. Okay, um, Beholder, yeah. you want to go first? Sasha, just sit tight, and we'll let you go after that. Sure. Um, um, I have. Yeah. So sorry about the the yeah. Yep, I I'm ready. So yeah, go um, for it. Go for it. Yeah, just a disclaimer. I'm I'm actually. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. Actually, you're actually what? a a what? Yeah. So um, I the, yeah this. I don't know. I think yeah, we have a bad sure. connection here. Maybe. Yeah, I can't hear you, bro. Bro, what's wrong with me? <laughs> You still there, Beholder? Yeah, I'm. I'm still here. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I, am from the Communist Cabal of from. Oh, I, I think there's a like a lot, lot of lag. Like what, what you're hearing me say is like happening like ten seconds after I'm saying. Uh, you might be still listening to the stream. You'll want to mute your stream. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think we just have a bad connection, man. Maybe we maybe we can try again another time. Sorry oh, about that. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Um All right. Uh we'll have a good night. Sasha, you're well, good to go if you're ready. Okay. Hey. Um so I saw your video on natural rights. Um mm -hmm. and you seem to be alluding to the concept that if something is done in nature, then it's good. Would you like agree with that statement? Well, I think that uh, there are certainly exceptions to that. But what I'm talking about is uh, if we observe, say, all of humanity in general, generally doing the same thing, I think it's reasonable to derive that that is the purpose of, uh, of that particular species in this case. So, so yeah, I think, I think in general what people are doing naturally okay. is, but... uh, is their purpose. Okay, and so I think you, what we're all doing naturally example, is surviving. Like, you can defend yourself in nature, therefore you have the natural right to defend yourself, right? Is it like agreeable to you? Uh, that you can defend yourself? Well, I, I don't know if I'd put it exactly that way, but uh, oh, You but can sure. defend yourself in nature, right? So therefore, like, you have this right in nature. I don't well, know. What I, what I would say is that since we've derived that survival is your purpose, that that defending your your life in pursuit of that survival is a justified and moral thing to do. Yeah, but I'm just like, so you say there are exceptions to this, right? So presumably, like in nature, I could just go up to you and punch you, right? And if I can kill you, right, like there isn't really anything you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, well, so but presumably that's... Presumably you wouldn't say that's good, right? But that's the question is, um, is, is that, well, it's not a question of whether you can do it. It's a it's a question of whether it's moral, and the judgment of well, the morality is is with reference to what your purpose is. Okay, but I mean, so the perp I don't know if I think we extra you've extrapolated morality from that, right? It's not whether like I'm doing it because it's moral, right? You said that it's moral because it's aligned with my purpose, right? So yeah, I think um, I think that that's a fair objective definition of morality is okay, is so, living according to purpose. Yeah, so let's just say right that like. You have like I don't know this really hot girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. And I want this really hot girlfriend to like procreate with her. 
like in mm -hmm. nature, right? Like not, you know, current day society. It's like in line with my survival goal. It's in line with my purpose to just like come up to you and kill you. So like, how would you object to that based on the notion? Well, of no, because life? you've, you've, you've just violated my purpose. Absent a, a imminent threat against your life, you're actually violating someone else's purpose. And that's, that's where the immorality comes from. Yeah, but you're violating my purpose. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm not interfering with you in girl. any way. She has, yeah, you're procreating. Yeah, you're with this girl, right? So you're like violating my purpose of procreating with this uh, girl, right? Well, are you talking that everybody has consented to this arrangement? Or have uh, you just stolen the person? Is, are we talking I mean, about a rape? Are we you, talking about... I mean, I don't see why in this case it matters, right? If it does matter because, because you are taking control of someone else's purpose, if not if people aren't consenting to it. Yeah, but I'm asking you, why do you think, like, why is your purpose or the purpose of this person more important than my purpose? Uh, because each individual one... is is entitled to that. You can't just. That's what makes it immoral for you to kill a person is you violated their purpose. Would you agree that that uh, killing a person in cold blood is wrong? That that's immoral. Mm, yeah, but not from like the same moral system that you stand for. Okay, right, so but I would say why why is why is it wrong then? Um, well, I'm a moral relativist, right? So I would just say that it's against like my moral moral view, right? It's so it's only moral preference. It's only because people decided that it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just not going to agree on that. I think that there is objective morality that exists, whether you think it's moral or not. I think that murder is wrong, regardless of whether 51% of people vote that it's wrong or regardless of whether the king says it's wrong. I think it's inherently wrong. Mm, I think that's like a tautology to say that murder is wrong. Killing might not be right, but that's slightly different. Well, I, I, fair point, but we're talking semantics here. Killing and I cold hate water. my life. Everybody go home. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a last uh, word if you want it. Sure. I guess I'm still not sure that, like, if you say that there is objective morality, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure how you could extrapolate it just from nature, right? Because if you're saying that something happens in nature and that, like, what determines what's good, right? No, I'm I saying from nature understand. we can derive purpose. That's what I'm saying. Not that anything okay, but, that happens in the natural world is moral. That's not my position. Okay, so, yeah, but doesn't that purpose also imply certain contradictory like rules I, I, I you can have a last word I, we can't do the the questioning anymore unfortunately okay i understand uh so take care all right thanks man oh <laughs> my god I'm sorry. no i appreciate it the, i actually find that sort of discussion really fascinating i know it's super dry to a lot of people yourself included but um the that question is crucial to get right if we live in a world where morality is simply decided by people's votes by the king's decree uh, we got problems. If there's yeah, nothing, yeah, I, I understand that, but I don't yeah. think that people are generally so morally relativistic that they're questioning the philosophy on murder. I think innately we have a sense like, oh, I shouldn't kill this fucking person because it's wrong. Right, and I, I think, but that's, I think that is what convinces me on this being a product of the natural order too. I know what as, a bunch as of a, atheistic horseshit. I just like, did, can't. Did we all just sit down and like? It, the metaphor I always use is like we all just voted on all of us agreeing in near unanimity that that murder is wrong. Killing a person in cold blood is wrong. Basic unanimity across humanity on that. All of us agreeing on that. Yeah. It's like us all sitting down and deciding what our favorite cereal is. And funny, everyone in the world picked Lucky Charms. Mm, and is that just best. a product of coincidence that we all just made the decision or is there something is natural really and innate about that now everybody knows that count chocula is actually the best <sighs> but the point is 
there's something natural to that order. Right. It is not just social construction. It's not just human decision. There's something that, now some people call that God. I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't know that I'm there yet, but I, I don't think that's unreasonable at all. You'll get there. Hey, listen, if I have to join this team to have an objective framework for the world whereby we can at least agree that it's wrong to kill people in cold blood. Um, yeah. All right. I'm on the team. You'll be on team Catholic when your wife is giving you one of the four daughters she's going to give you. I've already said that three is the limit. I'm willing to, <laughs> if I, if I have three girls, like fair enough, I'm out though. I'm not risking anymore. That's probably fair. Yeah. I already know that I'm going to have all daughters. My point. Uh, I think you, I think you'd be happy with that though. Or maybe, I don't know. I understand men better though. And if she's, if my daughter is like unruly or God forbid, slutty, <laughs> I am, I am going to lose my mom. That's I'm your husband's job. I think he'll take care of it. Yeah. He's a thought patroller. If I've ever, if I've ever met that kind of thought, the thought police. He is the T H O T police. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, that's all. That's all for callers tonight. Thank you guys for uh, participating and thanks for your patience. And um, a bunch of infuriating questions. <laughs> hey, man, you never know what you're going to get. That's the fun of the call-in show. No, and, uh, I mean in the notes we have a bunch of infuriating questions. Oh, more infuriating. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, as I mentioned, we will do uh, email questions here. If you'd like to participate in the show and you can't do it live, send us an email. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line. You want the first one? Sure. Ooh, porn. <laughs> Just when I thought porn was gone. Should, well, some of these questions are from weeks ago. Oh, okay. Chivalrous because we haven't had a show for weeks, right? Chauvinist said, in regards to pornography, why is the quibble always about a First Amendment right? I actually agree with this. Of free speech and expression, the adult hmm. entertainers are getting paid by adult film companies and agents. Oh, wait, never mind. To engage in sexual activity. Mm -hmm. Why did the authorities never simply prosecute them on the grounds of pandering and prostitution? Wouldn't making these porn stars do their work pro bono wink wink automatically put a damper on the industry as a whole i mean maybe that's a good roundabout way to do it i personally don't think that sexual acts fall underneath the umbrella of first amendment rights well as as i keep we kind of rehash this um i'm more concerned about the publication so the video aspect the photography aspect the publication that's what i'm worried about like yeah. for the same reason that the video of the shooting is not the same thing as the shooting itself that's where the speech element comes into play for me. Um, as far as the, the labor aspect, um, I, on principle, I'm very wary of the state telling people what they can and cannot do with their labor if there's no victim involved. And yeah. I know we have some debate about to what extent is there a victim in this case. And certainly in the friend, trafficking women, forcing them to do. Yeah. All right. Those are already crimes. Where, but if everyone consents, this is someone contributing their labor and their and the market is paying the money to do it. Um, I don't know that that's the state's domain if there's no demonstrable victim, but I suppose we could have a, a debate about whether in fact there is a victim. That'd be my worry about that. Like, I mean, what if the state decides that um, other forms of labor are, you can only do them for free. Well, then it's the state's labor. It's not your labor. And that's yeah. a worrisome prospect to me. <laughs> I have and to address it, something that I read in the comments, but proceed. Oh, I was going to say, do, do we, I know we somewhat disagree on this, but do we have a point of disagreement? Yeah, but that? I mean, I don't have a principle-based argument on this. I'm like, it's bad for society. Figure out a way to ban it. I don't care how. Yes, although I'm very wary of the it's bad, therefore ban yeah. <laughs> reasoning too. Yeah. I, I also understand why. Yeah. Wary. This is why women shouldn't vote or be in charge of anything. Um, 
I did see somebody in the live chat just say, after three girls, get a new wife. That one is broken. So <laughs> behead her. Yeah, really yeah. behead her. But um, as everybody I'm sure already knows, the sex of the baby is determined by the sperm. Of course. Obviously. Um, and there is a lot of good evidence that high T men have majority daughters. Interesting. I, I don't actually, know why that um, is. But. Of course, I'd be more than thankful for whatever the outcome is. Um, but I, on the other side of it, I don't know that I'd pick all sons either. I would like to experience raising both a son well, and a daughter. Yeah. A mix yeah. is ideal. But like at this point, I'm like, I'm so happy with whatever guy. Of course. Me. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is from Matt. Great name. Is it possible Great that name. Nancy Pelosi is going to hold the articles of impeachment until after the 2020 or 2022 elections, hoping that Democrats win the Senate before Trump leaves office, might use them to rally Democrat voters for the Senate. Democrats will never have enough votes in the Senate for a conviction, but they might gain enough control uh, for the rules of the trial. So as it stands, we'll talk about this more on Sunday. It sounds like Mitch McConnell has the votes in the Senate to just close this thing out. No witnesses, just vote on it and be done. There would be, if, if, if she decided this strategy, which to me would be an egregious um, just, uh, just failure in your duty. Like you sit on articles of impeachment until it's politically advantageous to move them to the, that yeah. just shows that it's fundamentally a political question. That's clearly what they're going to do. And it's just yeah. political partisanship as opposed to anything on principle. Yeah. But let's say they did that and they tried to make the argument. You can't vote on the articles until I've actually delivered them. I think the Supreme court would have to resolve that, but mm -hmm. I don't see how the Supreme court could possibly, uh, uh, say that the constitution requires the speaker of the house to personally deliver the articles. Like these things are public. They have that them. Seems They're irrelevant voting to me anyway, the uh, actual uh, delivery. I'm like, this is so antiquated. Why do we have to do this anymore? I think any re reasonable reading of the constitutional text is that the Senate has a uh, full domain over the trial. They, they don't, they're not dependent on, uh, the house. They don't mm -hmm. operate at the pleasure of the house. They're doing their own thing. The only argument I could possibly see made is in the old days, well, we never delivered them. So you don't know what it says. So you can't vote on it, but everyone knows what it says now. So yeah, it would be a question for the Supreme court to answer. I don't see how Nancy wins. Yeah. But maybe yeah. we'll watch it play out. This is for LR. I'm going to have a very unpopular answer to this already. And it's not due to my emotional hmm. pregnancy state. Uh, do you yeah. think it's possible for a gay person to live a meaningful life? There doesn't seem to be any way to fit into a conventional family unit. And the only group that largely supports gay individuals is the left, which also the, are the ones that promote free love degeneracy. I'd love to hear your thoughts asking mm -hmm. an early 20s gay man. Um, I hope that I have never given the impression that if you're gay, you cannot lead a meaningful life. Or if you're childless, you cannot lead a meaningful life. Of course, you can contribute in a valuable way and leave some kind of non-genetic legacy that will positively impact the world. Of course you can't. I hope that I have not led people to believe that I, that I believe that. I mean, mm -hmm. the key thing, if you're a gay man, is to avoid promiscuous anal sex. Try to find another gay man that, does, that wants to be monogamous with you. I mean, I don't particularly believe that you can turn it off, that you can, you can be like, I'm not gay. And like, I think it's highly unethical to try to convince yourself that you're not gay, to trick a woman into a, a monogamous relationship, especially one with children, and then to be like, listen, you know, the other option yeah, that, that is, is a, the other side of it. That is also very tricky. Very, very tricky. The other mm. option is to be in some kind of agreement with a woman. Um, I think this may be a way to kind of solve it. Like you find a woman that you're super good friends with. 
she's getting older. We want to have a family. She wants to have a family and be like, listen, maybe we can be friends, like build some semblance of a normal family. You can still have children, even though you're old. I can still have children, even though I'm gay. Maybe we could make that work. <laughs> Hell of a deal, man. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, fundamentally, I do believe that it's up to each individual to choose and to find happiness and purpose and meaning in their lives. Um, and I'm not about to try to control the individual's pursuit of that, provided you aren't violating anybody else's rights. The only um, so so for the this particular um, this particular emailer. Yeah, of course, I'm not going to tell him you must do this to get meaning. That's up to you to define and to find. The only um, point of contention I have with, say, the, well, it's not the only point of contention, but the full leftist perspective on this, that there is no distinction between, say, heterosexual and homosexual couples. I just don't. It's simply untrue. In the same way that I, I oppose feminists going out there and telling women that like, you'll be happiest as a career woman living in an urban apartment with cats and wine. Broadly speaking, it's just not true. Right. I don't want that enforced on people, but we have to be honest about what generally leads to happiness and general monogamy, general family integrity, having kids, leaving a legacy generally does lead to happiness. Doesn't mean there are the end cultures of the world. Like you say, they're out there and they're entitled to that. Right. Um, I, and I didn't I even guess, mention celibacy. I mean, obviously, that would be the ideal if I suppose, it can be yeah. achieved. Um, if if you could live a celibate lifestyle, that would be the ideal. I just kind of assumed that that would be a near impossibility for a gay man based on the nature of the male sex drive. Yeah, it's a really tricky spot. And um, I was talking about this the other day uh, because there are, and I don't, I'm not applying this to this emailer i don't know but there is a fair amount of uh gay gay men out there or just gay people generally who are actually interested in doing what you're you're describing which is like well maybe i have this same sex attraction because of some psychological reason i would like to learn to overcome it i think that i might be happier if i pursued a traditional life that sort of thing and so they voluntarily enter say the evil conversion therapy and when we're talking about banning conversion therapy in a lot of states um that's exactly what we're we're doing the opposite here we're saying no 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 no. you can't have individual agency and individual choice because your meaningful life is being gay and you will do it you you will not you will not have an option to try something right and i think that's particularly awful then go for it um i also saw somebody in the live chat say okay i hear this argument all the time gay men faked it for thousands of years got married and had families just deal with it for society's sake the thing about that is that you have wasted a woman's life with a massive lie. And then like, like Owen Benjamin has talked about his dad. Um, a lot of times, you know, they, they'll convince themselves that they can get into this monogamous relationship and then they can't do it. And then they start having promiscuous anal sex and then they start exposing mm. their wives to the, to the repercussions of that. It's like, you can't do that unless the woman knows. The woman yeah. has to know. Uh, yeah, you can't. I wouldn't advocate deception. Certainly not. Yeah. It's a tough um, spot, man. And good luck. And thank you for the question. Uh, and somebody else said, I bet the sex is horrible. But some women don't care. Some women are like, fine. For I'll some be. women, it's always horrible. Uh, yeah. Regardless. <laughs> this fucking guy bangs uh, on naughty bits or bangs naughty bits. Yeah. With Blonde opinions on the recent airstrike in Iraq, do you think she has officially become a full on mom at this point? Next thing you know, she'll be supporting restricting the size of soda you can buy and wanting lower speed limits in force. Right. Okay. 
this pisses me off because I kind of feel like if you're going to take what the State Department says at face value this late in the game, like, do you even remember the last 10 years? Do you? Do, does, any, does anybody remember what happened? The last 20 years. Like, look at our alphabet agencies. They're totally disgraceful. They've imploded, crumbled in on themselves from their own corruption. And I'm just going to, like, listen to the State Department and be like, oh, yeah, I totally believe what you have to say about Iran. Totally. Yeah, but it's not just the uh, the State Department. It's his associates while he's driving around in Iraq. How uh, many his... times have you said that you don't want to um, to what's the word I'm looking for? Indict somebody based on their associations. Like you said that about all sorts of people. Before. I don't think that it's, um, I don't think that it's sufficient in and of itself, but I think it's when you're talking about association with terrorists and terrorist organizations. Yeah. I don't know that you can convict on that, but I do think it's worthy of consideration. You also have what he's done in Iran proper. I mean, this guy is responsible for deaths well beyond the American soldier. I care most about the American soldier. But, I mean, shouldn't that be all that we care about? Um, I, I guess what I'm saying is you don't have to rely purely on the State Department for this guy to be a, a terrible person. Does I'm that just mean that saying that we should introduce, considering what our government has done to us and to other nations, we should introduce a bit of skepticism when they make lar like claims of this magnitude. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I think I think that skepticism is fair. And Trump has talked about um, unclassifying some of the information they had on his plotting presently or Fine. imminently Great. before his death, which, of course, I would like to see. Like now that he's gone, especially and there presumably aren't um, uh, national security implications to releasing that information. I certainly would like to see the evidence. Uh, uh, and and if I'm wrong, like if I, I would much rather admit to being wrong and have the truth than claim to be right based on someone else's description of the evidence. I will grant that Do you know what I'm point. seeing on the right that is just so baffling to me? I'm seeing a lot of people that are like, Syria, this this Syrian gas thing, this was a false flag attack. We can't go to war with Syria. We can't do this. This is so unethical. No more wars, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, turn Iran to glass. What? I'm seeing that on the right. I'm like, how can, how can you square those? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like being generally um, against the death penalty while realizing there are some real pieces of crap out there who just have to fry. It's kind of like that yeah. perspective. I, I sort of get it. And some of it, keep in mind, um, and I'm trying, I'm trying to in, handle all of this news. I'm trying not to be reactionary about the reactionaries, if that makes sense. Cause there is a lot of reactionaryism. But I'm reminding myself mentally that a lot of this is memeing. Uh, a lot of this is just like being outrageous on the internet. A lot of this is that that's just the nature of of Twitter and all that. I'm trying not to like what. Okay, go. Do you know what else pisses me off about this all right, pregnancy all right. claim? This fucking pregnancy claim that I'm so emotional and I've gotten soft during pregnancy. First of all, if you are not concerned about the future of your unborn child and your husband, then like what the fuck are we fighting for? What is even the point? of any of this. So obviously that's going to affect my, my, my view. Second of all, even in like my most catapulty days, my most catapulty days, I have never advocated for a long-term militaristic solution in the Middle East. It has always been about forming militias within our own country and balkanizing so we can fight their federal government, which I don't trust. I've never talked about like turning the Middle East to glass or getting super involved in other countries. Never. I've never been like that. So I was reading all these comments 
And it was making me so mad because that's it's like, she's mistake. emotional and pregnant. And that's the reason she feels this way about Iran. I've never wanted to occupy the Middle East. I've always talked about how Iraq was a mistake. We shouldn't get involved with Iran since the very beginning. This has nothing to do with my pregnancy. I'm not being a pussy. Yeah, I'm just, but there's certainly a distinction between precision targeted elimination of our enemies without civilian deaths, as I understand in this case, people who have killed our guys and say long-term occupation. Those are, those are not, I don't think anybody's advocating for long-term occupation. Yeah, but considering what happened in Iraq and Afghanistan, I would say that it is warranted for us to be skeptical that long-term occupation is perhaps a consequence of of an action of this magnitude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get, I get people's perspective and we've kind of hashed it out already. So I don't, I don't want to dive back into that, mm. but, uh, but yes, Alan, take that. No, it was bangs, uh, naughty bits. Oh, Alan's sorry. Alan's nice up next. No, Alan, you're cool. <laughs> Just take that bangs, naughty bits. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, thank you. Man. You douche. <laughs> Blonde's views represent her own. Uh, huh. This is from like Alan. Blonde's words represent her own views. You know what I mean. Yeah, words, words. Uh, Let me, I, I, I'm up. I'm up. Oh, okay, fine. You want to read? Alan says, "Is it fair to say the difference between you and Blonde and Iran? Oh no, is the distinction between strategy and tactics? You see the strike. I think I think he means me by yeah. you. You see the strike as a tactical win for justice. She sees the strike as a continuation of continuous involvement in the Middle East. I think that's, that's probably fair. a fair that's diagnosis. Fair, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that this necessarily means continued involvement. And of course, um, again, granted that I, I don't have the firsthand evidence and I don't know what he was doing imminently prior to the strike. But um, but yeah, if if what we're told about this guy is true, I do not see a I don't have a moral objection to take him taking him out with precision. In fact, you could argue it's a it's a moral imperative. It is bringing someone to justice. I don't like that our guys are there, but I don't I'm not going to let people bully them when they are there and just be like, it's fine. We shouldn't be here anyway. Like, okay, (laughs) if you're going to put them there, you have a moral obligation to defend them. And and that's all I'm saying. Uh, This is from Tom. I actually didn't know this and I haven't heard anything about it. And I don't know if it's true. So I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, The city of Boston Mm. changed the name of Dudley square named after the Puritan uh, governor of Massachusetts to Nubian square despite a citywide vote to the contrary because he perpetuated slavery, God. but there's no evidence that he himself owned any thoughts. I mean, if, if true, that's obviously retarded. I don't even care if he did own slaves. I still, no, I don't either. I don't believe in erasing history. Um, but I guess they would argue that he, you can perpetuate slavery without owning them is probably what they would say that, that, that you could, um, you could uphold the policies of slavery or you could promote slavery as a ethical or moral good or uh, necessary to our economy or whatever. I don't know this particular person. Mm. So I don't know what the history is, but that's the argument they'd probably make. Irrelevant um, though. I mean, I, I just, no, I, yeah, I don't, I don't care, but the, I'm just trying to take their perspective is all. Uh, that looks like that's it. That's it. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's catch up with uh, our chatters and we'll call it a night. Um, I think we're good over on D live. Let me scroll through a little bit. Oh man. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're all good over there. And, uh, anyway, you got super chat. Good to go. Show do. Um, Shauna Thornton. My mom is a 134 IQ. Her brothers don't high performing immigrants. Don't justify those they will bring with them. Chain migration. There's an argument against, um, against immigration. I guess I'd, I'd be, I'd have to define what I be, like what I'd be willing to, in terms of my immigration policy, like who gets to come with, I would say direct family, but that's, I mean, I'm talking like wife and children. That's it. 
Okay, so Jose is a plastic surgeon, mm -hmm. but four out of his 12 kids are like shithead gangbangers. Yeah, that's a consideration. I'd have to figure out how to, I, I certainly would not. <laughs> is there a surgeon good enough that I'm willing to uh, bring in his, um, I don't know, MS-13 sons? Uh, yeah. Probably not. And that, that, is a, that is a consideration. That's a fair point. That is, a, that is a, a, some vetting you'd probably have to do beyond the individual. Okay. Unlikely, uh, though, Un I, I would think. Maybe there are surgeons with MS-13 sons. Who knows? I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, everybody wants to go to a Mexican plastic surgeon. That'll be the boob job of the century. Hey, man, if, he, if he's the best, if he's the best, if I'll he's take him. The best. He's not the best. <laughs> the best is. one is probably Indian. Uh, Seagram's uh, well, chin. does he have uh, who? What would be the who, are there Indian gangs? Are there in, is there Indian MS-13? I doubt it. Hmm. They're pretty innocuous. Uh, Seagram's Jen. Miss a key point in the gun car issue. Arms are enumerated right under the governance federally. Transportation regulations are not and therefore relegated generally to the state. So may differ. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a fair distinction. What I'm trying to get at is um, is the philosophy that's behind that. So um, as far as like as far as right to self-defense versus right to travel or property, for example. Um, and I think that I think the previous uh, I think the previous uh, distinction made is a good one. Like you, ha you have a right to your property as long as you're not violating the rights of others. Cars can be used to violate the rights of others. So can guns. Um, well, almost anything can be used to violate the right of another person. The right to yeah, we don't ban it on, on that account. But, uh, but yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. So what happens in the live chat when I ban somebody? Does anybody know? Well, I, 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 I keep trying to send stuff and it never goes through. Or do they think they're still sending stuff? I am not a moderate. I don't moderate the chat myself. I, what I understand is the moderators have the ability. You Do you have an ability to time out a person versus ban? But I never do that. I just ban. But you always ban. Okay, yeah. well, that's that's. Somebody's like, but. you need to, some Greg Russian faggot was just like, you need to kick blonde off the show. Nobody cares to the after things. Just go have her baby. And then I just hit him forever. <laughs> uh, so is he trying to type sorry, right now? Is he sorry, like, Greg. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, Greg, and this goes for everybody, as I always say, if you've been banned and you're just shit talking or whatever you're doing, send me an email. Assume I'll just ban you again. Assume good faith. Don't give me some lecture about how I'm not upholding the marketplace of ideas. Just say, yeah. hey, listen, blonde ban me. Can I get unbanned? I'll say, yeah, man. And I'll go in and I'll take care of it. Send He'll me an email. unban you temporarily, and then I remember who you are, and so I'll just immediately. She ban doesn't you remember. She has pregnancy brain. That's she's true. Yeah. she's not remember. gonna she's not gonna remember. <laughs> just totally true. assume good intentions on my part. We'll take care of it. And uh, to your question, what happens to them? I think they can actually still post, but nobody can see it. I think it's like a shadow ban in that way. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty people. sure they get banned in your account in perpetuity. Yeah, I can go look at all of them. But what I'm saying is, can they still type in the chat and post? I think on their end, they can. It's just nobody can see it. I think that's how it works. Because I one time checked out all the hidden users that you have on your channel. And that's yeah. people that have been, it's like tons of people. And those are all people I've been on the live chat. It's a good amount. There's, there's I got to say, there's probably 100 over the, the there's multiple years. definitely more than 100 people. There. But there's probably 100 people that I've unbanned who have emailed me. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those small tasks that uh, it's just part of maintaining the channel. Thanks, Juan. <laughs> You're creating jobs once we hire an assistant. I have a fragile woman ego that needs to be protected at all costs, okay? Yeah, just like uh, Bang's Naughty Bits said. Yeah, wait. <laughs> uh, Jason Bolt, I want my taxes to go to right-wing self-defense forces. Do you mean right-wing death squads? Because 
I'm with you. There. I like right-wing self-defense forces. That's just It is fine. more diplomatic, eh? Hmm. Uh, Shauna Thornton. Margie is a Mormon-based boomer who's had six or seven kids. That's why she knows. Um, actually, I looked into it. She's a midwife. She's a Gen Xer, and she's had eight kids. And I realize I cut off your story earlier. So oh, yeah. What about my stories? My stupid stories. Margie, she's had a bunch of kids. So she correctly predicted that I was pregnant before I had vomited on the show. Hmm. Um, she also, when I got up, she says, I think she said, you're about 16 weeks and you've gained eight pounds, which is <laughs> exact. I am exactly 16 weeks and I gained exactly eight pounds. Hmm. Um, so she's just on it. It must be because she knocked out so many kids. Good for you, Margie. I like you, Margie. Are you really Mormon? I didn't know that. Um, maybe I'll name my daughter Margie. Uh, Seagram's Jen also said, also on guns and cars, the right to travel and the right to bear arms does not in any way secure us means to do so we aren't issued a gun or a car we choose to get one also true right and nobody's saying that yeah to, to the point nobody's saying the the second amendment means the government provides you a gun mm -hmm. means they will not interfere with your defensive self and property right uh, uh, colonel dick gazena gazenia geziena the legal smoking age has been bumped up to 21 that's retarded federally I'd rather set a legal age for adulthood and have the laws reflect that. Adults uh, being free to make unhealthy choices. Any thoughts? I think that's so stupid. You can die for the country and you can't smoke or drink. It's like, that's so arbitrary. Yeah. We've talked about this before. You have to pick a line, but there's got to be a line of like, you are an adult. Here are all your, your rights and privileges. Enjoy. I don't know. Voting at 25 and everything else at 18. Well, just uh, just eliminate the 19th and deal with half the problem, most of the problem there, right? Okay, then I'm fine with lowering everything to 16. Um, well, you got to pick a line. 16 seems low to me, but, you know. It is it is low for driving. I think about, like, the stuff I did when driving when I was 16, and I'm like, ugh. But we're just, we're arguing about an arbitrary threshold, and, you know, in the interest of time, I don't want to yeah. argue why 18 is better than 16 or something. Uh, Marba 93 baby name Aurora like Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I did pitch that to my husband this week mm. and he said that's not a name. It's a street. And I was like. It also reminds me of the shooting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which Definitely it, you know, I always associate with the with the city. But I whenever I hear the, the name Aurora, I immediately think James Holmes and his weird mugshot and his orange hair. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shauna Thornton, Ruby, Judith, Marjorie ideas. Ruby's on my list. I like that. Mm. Uh, Damian Jackson, every day people prove that we need God. Ain't that the truth? Uh, Marble 93, baby name Wren, like the bird, but also Wren and Stimpy. And I already have a chihuahua that's poorly hmm. mannered that I hate. I think we're pretty far removed from Wren and Stimpy now, though. I don't think that, but... Don't hmm. whiz on the electric fence, yeah? yeah? I can't remember the song, but I did watch a decent amount of it. Uh, Matthew Sturgis, I love how the second anti-gun dude seem totally okay with taking your lady friend by force and what's with the knife defense isn't that way harder and more dangerous in any case you guys have a great night and keep on being badass thank you so much um well, thanks i thought that was a nonsensical debate but i just kind of wanted to see if you the one on the one on natural rights or the one on guns the one on guns the one on natural rights i was totally not paying attention because um I, there's probably i mean I, I would be interested in explaining my perspective on it more in detail I, to me i felt like it was very very unfairly questioned with like a gotcha objective. I'm not particularly interested in that. That's not a guy who is interested in actually examining my thoughts and philosophy. That's a guy who's interested in 
Oh, I got you in a contradiction. That means everything you believe is invalid and my views are superior. See ya. That's basically what that was. Uh, Kyle Wells, Matt and Blonde, would you rather have a loose daughter or a gay son? Ooh. Disown. Um, well, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in trouble no matter how I answer this question. Well, uh, loose daughter, you got the pregnancy thing. Yeah, I, I would pick gay son. I don't know that there's any uh, inherent immorality. Well, uh, this is why I say I'm going to get in trouble. If I start fleshing out the ideas, it sounds like I'm condemning groups of people or something, and I'm not. Oh, man. Um, like, so, okay, how about this? Without getting too much in trouble, are they my only child? You know, I... I Selfishly, yeah. I also do care about if my, your only my child, legacy. Then I gotta go it's with not, his daughter. It's, it's not that a, like a gay child can't carry on a legacy, but what I mean is like reproduction biologically is unlikely to happen in that case. Yeah. I'm not saying that makes you a bad person or anything, or like I'd be ashamed of that person. But there is a portion of me that does care about, um, you know, about about my genetics living on. Is that does that make, is that a bad thing? I don't think it is. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to go with. With loose daughter. Does that make me pick loose daughter? What I'm saying is like. If you care about your genetic legacy, then you obviously well, my, have to pick loose daughter. Is it my only kid though? Yeah. I have to. Okay. So I have to pick it. It's my only kid. God, man. Uh, I don't know that I, I, I'd be. God, <laughs> I'm imagining my heart breaking as a dad. Yeah. Watching my slut daughter just go bang the whole town. Like yeah. uh, that would. That would be awful. Um, uh, I don't know. But she I, might grow I out of it, whereas the gay son's not going to grow out of it. Well, we don't know that. I mean, we talked about the questions earlier that that uh, the the particular emailer had about how to manage. But I think things. it's more likely that a girl is going to grow out of a slutty phase than a guy's going to grow out of homosexuality. From maybe, maybe not. Maybe I just flip a coin and I. I um, this has gone too far. All maybe right. I flip a coin and I say I love my kids regardless and I'm going to try to guide them to the best of my ability in both of those uh, situations. That's true. That's kind of a cop out, but I'll go with it. Um, Edward W. There's a young lady called Blonde who used a magical wand and wished for the day that Matt wasn't gay, though his <laughs> clothes and voice. Wait, so his clothes and his voice correspond. <laughs> my clothes don't correspond to my voice? That's weird. You got that radio voice. You're, you don't dress fancy. You dress like the biggest lumberjack in town does my voice suggest that i would dress fancy i don't know no i think you've got a straight hmm. voice and you dress like a straight dude as is evidenced by you wearing the same thing literally every time i see you 100 percent um your thumbnails all look exactly the same uh-huh. uh consistency man it's big <laughs> uh, jack ddsn government had toddlers on terrorist watch lists you should not trust them but those those toddler terrorists yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to rip anyone who has government, uh, who has skepticism of the government. I, I think it's fair to say, let's wait and if, if um, let's wait and see what the evidence says and we'll, we'll make our judgments accordingly. But by the same token, I wouldn't go so far as to say that like this inherently means forthcoming war. We don't know that that's the case either. So if everybody cools their jets just a little bit, I think we'll be in a, in a better position. Yeah. Um... Shauna Thornton, also due to the lack of kids, the gay community is highly productive in society. This means they can help financial mobility in their extended family. This mm. is still contributing to a genetic legacy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. 
This is a God. This is, <laughs> what a we 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 get all sorts of weird questions, man. It's like the abortion bombing question that came back at me on Twitter. Which yeah, oh yeah, that was a yeah. Uh, Stephen Sugar's blonde. I love your non-interventionist instincts. You're a smart lady. Well, I'm not really a I'm a, I'm a non-interventionist from a war standpoint, but I do advocate paternalistic imperialism <laughs> fantastic i do don't you want countries to be exposed to western values that have no hope at ever attaining anything like we experience in the west um you think I guess kenya is ever going to be able to rise above or Haiti? i guess i guess my hope would be that those things would be achieved voluntarily things like missions for example well they um, would yeah i'm not a big fan of like the government doing that uh, i'm not a big fan of forces of coercion doing that yeah if um if churches or charities or individuals want to go and um try to spread the values they believe in absolutely i got no problem with that i do have a problem with with taking my money and everyone else's money to to make oh no this needs to be uh some kind of benevolent effort through private organization and church groups yeah yeah i have no problem but that that. is a straight up western influence well, that's why I get worried about the the term imperialism. That to me implies government action. I yes. I Maybe mean, not. I think that uh, we should inspire people to want something that mimics Western values. Sure. But as we've learned in the Middle East, some people just don't want that. Yeah, and I think that's the key point too. Is the moral obligation in my mind is convincing. You can't put a gun to their head. Yeah. Sure. It, whatever, whatever method of swaying them intellectually, you see fit. You can't put a gun to their head and say, no, no, these are the best values and you really do want them. You just don't understand. And if you reject right. them, we're going to continue to put guns to your head. That's never going to work. And I think it's immoral too. I mean, like we, like we said in the Iran discussion, I do think these countries have a right to self-determination. It's not our job to tell them what to do and who's going to run their country and all that. They have to want it. You know, why are these things failing in Iraq in the middle? Like why are these perpetual ongoing wars with no end that we can identify? It's because largely speaking, generally a lot of these places just don't want the systems that we do. It's just the reality. Um, Thomas Stein says, all I ever hear is he was a terrorist. None of those people ever acknowledged he was a high official of the Iranian government. That does matter. That was an escalation and was reckless. I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I, I would need more explanation as to why. Like, why does that or should that shield him from justice? You know, like if Osama bin Laden was a government um, was a government official, would that have made taking him out unjustified? Or if al-Baghdadi was a government official, would that have... Uh... Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, I think that we can all agree that he was probably a bad dude. But the relevance is is more what I'm questioning. Like Gaddafi was also a really, really bad person, objectively. Yeah, However, did, what did we Gaddafi, did was also atrocious. Yeah, did Gad- I, and I, I'm not asking this rhetorically. I genuinely do not know. Did Gaddafi have a history of attacks on our soldiers? I'm sure he's killed some Americans. So I, I, I would need more information. Like that's the basis on which I'm judging the morality of the action. Did he yeah, attack but, but our people it's, or not? Even if he killed some of our people, destabilizing the entire region was um, unethical and foolish because it, it damaged us more in the long run. 
I, I can agree. I generally agree that it was a mistake and continues to be a mistake to occupy that part of the world. But I won't go so far as to say I, I want uh, our guys to be sitting ducks out there, never to be defended or never to be to have their attackers brought to justice. That's one step too far for me. Right. But I also question our initial involvement. 100 percent. 100 percent. I just don't yeah. think that that uh, requires that I give a pass to people who attack them. Yeah, I'm not saying we should give people a pass, but I mean, imagine that you feel that your nation has been illegally invaded and occupied. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I mean, we talk all the time. Like we we both, I think, I don't want to misrepresent what you believe, but I think that Iraq was under false pretense. Was was built yeah, an entire thing built under false pretenses. Generally, yeah, yeah. Um, so Some people like, still argue that there were WMDs. But I say I, that too. I'm like, uh, no. I don't. Uh, I'm, I, I'm. I don't know the case. I'll, I guess I'll have to read up on it. As far right. as I understand, that was all bullshit. Yeah. But maybe I'm missing some key information. Oh, somebody just said either colonize or don't give aid. That's also a good point. Uh, oh, as in do one or the other? Yeah, I'm talking about churches and private organizations uh, doing these things on a small and inspirational yeah. scale through conversion. That's I, I certain, what I'm talking about. I definitely don't think cutting checks and being like, here, fix it. Uh, well, that, that never yeah. works. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shauna Thornton, once immigrants get voting rights, though they can change laws to bring in additional family members and the results are the same. She also said, we have a cultural evolution towards tighter nuclear families due to several generations of industrialization. Mm-hmm. Most of the world has had that evolution and will therefore still behave futilely, at least for a while. Yeah, I think you That's have. I think you do. I think you undoubtedly have two components and uh, t- two components to consider in immigration. One is the economics and the other is the culture. And I certainly would want uh, some sort of constraint on both of those things. I, I want people who are of net benefit economically. And I also want people who say, hey, I came, for, I came to that country, I'm going to that country for a reason because the values that exist there are awesome, I want to uphold them. Admittedly, that relies on basically self-reporting and that's not necessarily reliable. I, I understand that. Right. Um, and so it's not, it doesn't come without risk at all. I guess what I'm saying is that I still believe that there are people out there who can benefit this country, uh, not, just in, not just providing for themselves, providing opportunity for Americans, mm-hmm. And um, and who believe in the values this country is is built upon. Certainly, we are too broad in our approach right now. But I don't want to go so far as to say those people aren't out there and we shouldn't try to find them. That's that's my only perspective. Paul Zaria says, "Ban check. Please indulge me with a ban so I can test if a ban person can send super chat." <laughs> I actually um, figured it out from the live chat. The person still thinks that their messages are going through. Okay, it's a, so it's, it's like, like a shadow, shadow ban. ban. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Greg. Um, Saint said, Blonde, if you're looking for traditional names for a girl, look into Dutch or Irish names. I do love the name Siobhan, but it's spelled really weird and it's oh, like yeah. too Irish. Yeah, I had to look up how to pronounce that name recently. Because it's spelled like Siobhan. Yeah, it made no sense. And But you pronounce it Siobhan. Yeah. But you could call your daughter Shiv, which I like. <laughs> what a great name for Blonde's daughter. I know. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, and my husband is part Irish, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> wow. Does he know you think that? No, he doesn't listen to the show, so it's fine. Oh, That's you kept okay. that a secret. Uh, I married him anyway, though. But the, the 23 miss says Irish slash English, but then there were a lot of percentages from Dublin. so There were a lot of Mick last names in there. There were. Yeah. Highly, highly Mick. 
Uh, Thomas Stein says, Matt dresses like a nerd. I also heard 90s lesbian. 90s lesbian. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, I drive a Subaru too. So, you know, I fit the, fit the stereotype. Yeah. And yeah. he killed a whole family of black children um, by driving them <laughs> off a cliff. The, the one I owned prior, I did drive off a cliff. <laughs> this, this one's in, wow, how did we parlay that one into a lesbian? We joke? always can just. They weren't. They those lesbians were driving like a a suburban though they weren't driving a Subaru I don't oh think. really they did have to fit car. the six kids in there so I'm sure it was yeah. a bigger car um it wasn't a caravan of Subarus <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right God. Kevin Flanagan Matt one of your fans just banned me from his Discord just for posting Saint Benton's manifesto so much for free speech well, uh. uh if that is accurate, uh, let me actually send me an email to remind me because I can look at the log of bands and stuff as soon as I can get back into my normal Discord account, um, and I will take care of that because that shouldn't that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> Shivaniqua, that's. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kelwin said there are not enough girls in the world with the name Rhiannon, except I don't like Fleetwood Mac anymore because Stevie Nicks had four abortions. So I don't know what to say about that. Okay. Scarlet Bear, Big Bear says you're a bad parent if you're okay with having a gay son. I agree. I mean, but I do think that that being so, Owen Benjamin, right? Yeah, so much of it is genetic. That I mean, I'd be really sad, but if he wasn't my only kid, it's not like I wouldn't love him anymore. You know? Right. And uh, well, I guess you have to think about in what context too. I think that um, that certainly you're you never stop guiding your kids. I don't think even when they're adults, you still kind of play somewhat of a guide role. But there yeah. does come a point in life, like when my kid's 18, I'm not, um, I'm not his boss in the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that my kid as an adult will make decisions with which I disagree and I'll have to love him regardless. And well, uh, I know we have the, anyway. I don't know if I believe in the concept of unconditional love. Like there are not, some things that my kid could do where I'd be like, I'm out. Like serial uh, killer. Do you yeah. still love him? I mean, like if my daughter becomes, yeah. you know, Theodora Bundy. We're the, going to be in, he's going to have some issues. Actually, you know, one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever watched um, was the interview of Adam Lanza's dad. Yeah. Adam Lanza being the Sandy Hook shooter. And Adam Lanza said in the interview, or not Adam Lanza's dad, said no. in the interview, um, tearing up and with total sincerity that I buy, that he regrets the birth of his son, that he wishes his son never existed. He has such sorrow for yeah. the pain and suffering yeah. his son caused to other people that he views his son's entire life as a mistake. And I thought, my God, like that's the most tragic thing possible. Like you right. go from the height of, of, of being a dad and the joy of being a father and raising your kid to the low of wishing that life had never happened. It was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. I, I couldn't, it was difficult to That's process. That's really sad. And then with somebody like Adam Lanza, who like clearly has a litany of legitimate mental health issues. It's like, as a parent, you would just be like, how much of this is genetic and how much of it is environmental? How much of this is my fault? Yeah, I'm sure and you those would, thoughts It's an unanswerable question. There's nothing that he can do to ever know. Just know torture, man. It just must be torturous. And I would not, I, w I mean, I'm not inclined to blame him for his son. Um, but no. I don't, I don't know. I don't know everything that happened, but my God, I, I can, all I can tell you is if you expect sorrow from that man, uh, you got it. He I has know, no right? shortage of sorrow and regret. That is for But sure. I mean, how much can you really blame parents? I mean, look at what happened to Jordan Peterson's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> She's the real Adam Lanza. That Michaela, <laughs> he, he, he should have sorrow. God. I know. Right. Oh um, my God. okay. We're good. 
Okay. I love to end on the um, note where I'm talking about Michaela Peterson. I'm going to look at her Instagram right now. It's been a few you months. You absolute son of a bitch. All right. We're good. Uh, we're out of here. D I think we're good on DLive. Let me refresh. Oh, there is one on uh, Streamlabs. Phil says, uh, preamble to the Constitution refers to us and our posterity. It also differentiates between the Indians, the African slaves, and the European English diaspora. Uh, or diaspora. I always pronounce, mispronounce that word, and I probably did again. In the USA at the time, America was never intended to be uh, for everyone. Uh, yeah, I mean, the one, the one area of pushback that I would say on that is there was certainly a lot of disagreement on the status of the African slaves. They had to compromise on that. And, um, I don't know. I mean, we'd have to go back and ask, ask the founders. I, I, in my read of the founding documents, they're values based. They're not ethnicity based. I don't think that that gives us a moral obligation to open the borders to anybody, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that what certainly those distinctions exist. Were they universally agreed upon? No. Um, but that doesn't mean that your point is totally invalid either. And I understand where you're coming from. Man, um, what has she done to her face? <laughs> sorry, we got to get to what really matters. No, she looks totally different. She's had her lips done for sure. But she just looks like a different person. I'm just looking at her Instagram. I think we just have um, just know. one over on live it's uh it's doesn't matter and he says no no just unnecessary excessive praise for two dorks interventionist peace be with you well thanks and thanks to um let's see we got chief and we got doesn't matter and paul dog supporting the show over at d live tonight so thanks for hanging out with us guys it Thank was you. a pleasure to talk with everybody after the uh the call-in show hiatus um it was a pleasure to talk with most of you yeah. some of you were a total pain in the ass no, i appreciate it <laughs> um, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday of course talk about all the week's news I definitely want to talk about that Richard Spencer getting applause on the view bit oh, me too. talk about what the Iran news is I'm sure and of course this Nick Sandman I know, settlement good with news. CNN good for him CNN will have to pay uh, pay the price for their negligent reporting on the Covington kid uh, we'll catch you then have Bye. a good week Bye.